Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the I'm Not Kevin podcast with your host, Sean Holsworth. All right. Hey, Sean, what's going on? What's up, Kenny? Welcome to IPA Today. Hey, welcome to I'm Not Kevin podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) We got it right. I don't know. That's it's it's gotten to the point now where it just kind of sounds gay. That's a good. <laughs> just, that's a good point. It is. It's like, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, but still, it's like, good night. <laughs> turn off the lights. <laughs> just don't turn off the lights. Doesn't feel right. Hey, Joey, thanks for running over real quick. Yeah, man, no worries. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling. Thanks for having you as the second choice. Huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. Plan B. Plan B. That's gonna be my another name. Another name. Plan B. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Hashtag Joey's Plan B. <laughs> uh, not again. Otra vez. Otra vez. So uh, this is um, one of our favorite things to do is actually go to a, a, an actual brewery and hang out with brewmaster, owner, all the uh, bartender, all the above. So uh, we're at Crusaders today, hanging out with Chris. Um, Chris, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Yeah, this is um. Yeah, gotta just get like up on just it. like Kenny always does. Gotta, he screws up the name. It's Crusader. There's no S on it. <laughs> Good job. Way to stay with the yeah. trend. That's not, no, I'm telling you, there's no S on it. So. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> mm, I like the IPAs. <laughs> and, the a- and the ABVs. How many ABVs in this IPAs? <laughs> so, all right. So we were supposed to have Bailey, but he got hung up. So we got, we got half of Crusader. That's why it's, yeah. that's why it's singular. Yeah. yeah. Sean said we needed a fat guy stand in. I was like, that ain't right. He did not dude. say Man, that. Man, that's all messed up. That's mean. Damn. <laughs> you know so who said not, it. Not only, not I'm only. not that fast. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. I was like, man, that's mean. Not only am I the second choice, but. <laughs> You're the second fat guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Besides so, Kenny and I. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's actually what's funny is I'm making fat jokes, uh-huh. right? Yep. So, um, <laughs> all right. So, Chris, how, so where are we at as far as Crusader? Um, how long have we been in business? How long have we actually been open? Uh, two months as of last week. So Put that right up close to yours. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Just, just, uh, just two months, just over two months. And, um, so, so far, how's, how's it been as far as, um, you got a lot of repeat customers, you get a lot of solid feedback. Yeah. Uh, feedback's good. Um, the people that are drinking the beer here, um, I guess it tends to be the kind of beer they're looking for, you know, so we've got, Lengthwise is doing, um, their IPAs, um, Dio's doing, um, you know, sours and some kind of one-offs and stuff like that, uh, hazy and milkshakes type stuff. So more specialty kind of, uh, you know, things. And then, uh, <clears throat> great change, you know, they've got their, like their solidly West coast. So they've yeah. got a bunch of different styles, but it, it's mm-hmm. very, very much a West coast kind of mentality. Yep. Um, and then we our our little niche that we have is that we're doing sort of more traditional beers. So, um, the people that come in, we have like regulars, I mean, they're, and they're brewery district regulars. A lot of them, like, you know, the Patels come in and you'll see them at BBC and at Dio and stuff like that. So, but they're in, you know, two, three nights a week. Um, we've got club members. The reason that they're a club member, they join the club is because they're already here like three or four times a week, um, you know, coming in and stuff like that. So, um, which is, I mean, that's what, that's what we wanted to do with this. You know, we didn't just want to brew beer and have it be like a, we'd want to be like Instagram, you know, famous or whatever it was. Like we wanted to brew beer that was going to bring people in and have them chill and hang out and want to come in and, you know, be part of the community and stuff like that. So in that regard, we're, we're accomplishing that, you know, we're not quite as, 
we're not quite as busy as we had hoped in the tap room. Um, uh, but that also ebbs and flows. You know what I mean? It's just like anything. We talked to Dio and they're like, yeah, dude, like it'll be dead here. And then the next day it's freaking crazy. And then the next week, the day that it was dead the week before is freaking crazy. This, you know, whatever. Unpredictable. So yeah. So, I mean, it's to us, it's, it makes sense coming, coming from like a restaurant industry and working, you know, bit bartending and stuff like that through college. Like, after the first of the year, it's pretty slow. So that's when we have yeah. to, we open because of our, our setbacks with the city and PGE and everything like that. And then, um, you know, so we kind of opened in like a, like a dead time. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, I was going to say, I, I think it'd be interesting to see what happens this summer. I mean, yeah. I would say your guys' style of beers are lend themselves pretty friendly with, with summertime type brews. I mean, they're light, crisp. Yeah. I'm well, not all of them, obviously, but. But some of the ones you guys have had on tap so far would be yeah. really, I mean, those are, these are the type of beers I want to drink when I'm sitting around yeah. the pool or whatever. Yeah. Well, the, uh, something Sean and I were talking about on the last, I believe, I believe it was the last podcast we were, we were talking about Crusader and, and, um, you know, it was kind of, kind of my favorite thing at the beer festivals is always, as most people is to hang out at the homebrew tents and see what, what, it, what people are coming up with out of their, their, you know, their, their amazing minds are putting mm. together these, these creative beers and, um, and that's, of course, that's why I first had yours. Uh, but we were saying is if, if you're going to, what do you bring to the table? You know, what does your beer do that's going to wow us? And if you're, if you're going to put together a brewery in Bakersfield now, today, and you think you're going to wow folks with your IPA, you, you better, be, you better really bring it. I mean, like great change. They got Kyle Smith. So they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're going to wow you with their IPA for no, no doubt about it. Um, but, uh, you know, lengthwise is the OG IPAs of Bakersfield yeah. and, and, uh, you know, Kyle over at Dio just, he's got his, you want sours? He's got it. Uh, if you want an amazing hazy or you want an amazing West Coast, he's got it. He, he, he brings a specialty to the table. So for you to bring this different style IPA, right? What do you, what do you call the old, old style, old school? That's kind of how I've been talking. When, I, when people ask me about it, I've always kind of described it as old world style. Old world, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so our, our, our foundation is like, we, our IPA, it, it is, our West Coast IPA is a West Coast IPA. So it's, it's the same, like, the spec and everything like that for a West Coast IPA. But we also knew, again, that, you know, like, Lengthwise is doing sort of like Centennial, Amarillo, yeah. you know, um, um, that kind of, uh, you know, old school, like, initial, like, West Coast IPA style IPAs. Um, and they're hot profiles, uh, in sort of in that wheelhouse. And then Kyle, Smith is doing more like new West Coast. So still like, like emphasis on dank, emphasis on like that sort of like a, I don't know what they call it, but like the caddy, like danky mm-hmm. kind of, you know, that, that flavor profile, which is very identified as being a West Coast IPA. Right. Our IPA is more like, it's actually, we're using hops that you find a lot more in like, like hazy IPAs. Um, so you're going to get more, you're getting, you're getting melon, you're getting, <clears throat> Bailey says it, it tastes like fruity pebbles or fruit loops or something like that. Um, you know, so you got that more of that fruit profile, that melon profile, a little bit of grapefruit, um, you know, bitterness, um, for that. So it's a West coast IPA, but it's just a different flavor profile because we wanted it to, we wanted it to be different. You know, we wanted it to be smoother, maybe less sort of aggressive and just be something different because like you said, Kyle Smith at, at great change. Like we're probably not going to beat him out as far as, as a West coast, like a true West coast to style right now, IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not as, we're not as big on like the hazies and stuff like that. That's not kind of what our wheelhouse is. And 
not what we want to emphasize. You know, we, we, we're here for like, even the people that do like IPAs will come in here because they, it's, you know, they talk about like hop threshold and stuff like that, where like, you just keep pushing that hop threshold. Like how can we get more hops, more hops, more hops, more hops. But they don't talk about like hop fatigue, which is something I think is like, eventually you get to a point where you're like, oh God, like it just, all of these beers are so hoppy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. I just, I can't have any more. I can have one and it's that's it. Much. I'm done. Yeah. It's too much. And you just need a break and something like cleanse your palate. And that's what I'm like. I'm, I'm drinking the IPA right now and I haven't been for the last, you know, month or two because I had been drinking IPAs just like consistently doubles and, you know, you know, uh, like good, like West coast solid IPAs and stuff like that. Um, and I just got to where like, all right, I need to like, Burn, Take a break. Burned out. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, burned I, out. I totally like agree anything else, you get burned out, man. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you. And I, what I think is cool is like, what's what's Crusader? Do they have adjuncts? Is it fruity? Or is it going to be super hazy? Is it danky? And you're like, no. And like, oh, I don't know. It's it's like the full circle now. No, right. we're 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 where they originated, mm-hmm. and now that's the new cool thing. Right. But it's really the old thing, right? Well, it's yeah, the original, exactly. Yeah. And that's it's it's it, you know we. Which is funny because eventually that'll come and that'll be like, that'll be like the hip hipster, you know, beer yeah. <laughs> will be these styles of beer. Right. But really these, the styles of beer we brew are like, they're, they're, they're old world and new world, like blue collar, like working, working man beers. They're, they're drinking beers. They're, they're, you know, the, the people that what I hope is that both the people that enjoy craft beer, like real, like beer flavored craft beer will enjoy our beer. And then the guys that are like, you know what? My favorite thing to do is go get a, you know, 12 pack of yellow bellies and yeah. freaking kick back with my best friend and drink beer yeah. and for two out. or three, three hours. You right. know what I mean? Like, What's that? You said beer flavor. Isn't there a, a Firestone beer flavored beer? Is there uh, a beer? I, no, it's not, it's not Firestone. <laughs> yeah. It's like McLeod ale right. or something. Somebody, somebody like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, that's like, yeah, that's there. There's good beer. Yeah. Right? You're not yeah. looking for that. Right. I mean, cause like you said, we kind of, you know, we always go to the homebrew tent looking at the, you know, what's the next thing we're pushing the envelope on and versus just, good just good beer and there's there's tons of space to to play around in that like our our jester our our, our uh, house bitters it's a it's a it's a best bitter by style but you know a lot of people aren't familiar with with uh you know english the english style the style of english bitter and it's just a pale ale like all it is is an mm-hmm. english pale ale it's just they were like okay well what's the difference between this beer and our other beers well this beer is bitter like that's yeah. the thing that makes it different is that we put more hops into this beer compared like our our bitter is only like 30 30 ibus so comparatively oh, wow. compared to like a regular american pale ale the range is 30 like starts at 30 ibus and goes up to 50 or whatever <laughs> it is you know what i mean like so that, to, to sound to, to take you back to the big you know to, to dumb it down a little bit for kenny um when when you, you say it's the bitters that's that's the hops you throw in during the boil yes yeah so and, the, and and how early on you put it in yeah it's how early on um the amount of alpha acids and so there's a there's com- compounds in the hops that contribute to bittering when they interact with the malt in the boil um they they create the bitter like that what we what identify as like a bittering characteristic that's why like uh, hazy ipas don't have much bitterness because they usually don't put any bittering hops in they'll throw all their hops in at like the last you know, five minutes of the boil and then they dry hop the heck out of it. So you get a lot of hot flavor uh, and aroma, but you don't get a lot of bitterness. And the, <clears throat> when you, when they started brewing beer, you know, they realized like, Hey, this is super sweet and we can, it's kind of cloying. We can't drink a lot of it. Uh, so we like need stuff to balance that out. And, and up until they sort of realized hops were doing that or regionally they were doing that, they would use, spruce tips or pine or juniper berries or other botanicals to kind of counteract that sweetness of the hops. And that's just what, that's what 
hops were initially supposed to do is just help you drink more of it and have it be a more pleasant experience. And then it turns out that it also preserves the beer and there's all kinds of other benefits from having that in. There's some good flavors that you can develop and whatnot. So like our Jester, like I was saying, is the reason we call it Jester is because we use Jester hops in it. So it's a traditional English, you know, British bitter. But we're using a brand like a new a newer hop out of the UK. So it's a British hop, it's British malt, it's a it's a British beer, mm-hmm. but we're using a new style of hop that incorporates the traditional sort of like tea, uh, you oh. know, fruit, um, spice, earthy kind of characteristic as um a traditional British hop, English hop, but then it also they they bred in um, a West coast, a West coast varietal into that. So you get some of that like uh citrus and the mm. West coast kind of yeah. flavor profile mixed in with that, you know, braced by the traditional sort of same thing with the, the Kolsch. Our Kolsch is, uh, is, you know, we only, the only hop we use is Mandarin of Bavaria, which is a German hop, uh, that is grown in, in Germany, but they took a, an American, you know, hop variety and they bred it into the sort of German noble hop. So when you drink it, you get like some Mandarin to Bavaria right. for a reason. It tastes like Mandarin orange and you get some of these new world citrusy kind of fruity flavor profiles you wouldn't get from a, a German hop, but it still has some of that German hop, you know, in it. So we're doing traditional styles, but we're, there's, there's a lot of places to go in those styles that haven't been gone. Um, and, and flavors you can bring that'll tie into what people are wanting to drink here, but also introducing them to like new styles of beer, which new are actually old. old styles of beer <laughs> yeah. with a new twist. Right. So right. yeah, I, I really, I didn't, I kind of steered away from bitters. You know, I, I'm not a big, I've said this a thousand times on the show, but I'm not a huge, I mean, I've grown to be appreciate IPAs, Same but thing me, yeah. it's not where I would go first historically. Right. It's just the bitterness to me is just unlike me, you know, right. I'm the, I'll be the first one to go. Mm-hmm. What's the most bitterest yeah. thing you got? You and know? I gotta, I gotta get warmed up to that. Yeah. Right. I gotta have a couple beers, but, but so I steered away from the bitters, that style historically, if I ever saw one in the store or at a, at a bar or whatever, which you don't see them very often, right. In yeah. the West coast. Um, DBA. But, I mean, that's, that's what people yeah. have asked what a bitter and I'd say a double, do you like Firestone DBA? Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and, <laughs> I remember when I first started drinking Firestone DBA, it was, it was a pale ale is what they marketed it as. Now you go places and it's actually, they've changed, they've Which started, they've started yes. marketing it as a bitter. Yes. Yeah. So, so that is a bitter. Beer, that really opened up my eyes. Like, oh shit. I so really like what this is beer. the IBU on this? On this, the IPA? Yeah. So it's calculated at 70, I think 79. We, I don't we don't have, high. so we don't have, yeah, we don't have the ability to actually like measure what the final deal is we just have to go off what a computer program says based on i think they're they're using tinseth or something like that so they calculate it calculate out the ibus based on when you add it alpha acids all kinds of different stuff they have a formula um but we know that when you do like late um like late additions whirlpool and then especially like dry hopping will drag um those uh isomerized alpha acids which is what the ibu contributes to ibus it'll pull that out of out of the beer so when you dry hop something it'll actually reduce the bitterness of the beer hmm. um and so i don't i couldn't tell you exactly what it was i'd have to get a spectrometer or something like right. that it's a piece of equipment that's way way more expensive than i have now i right. i'd rather i'd rather get another fermenter and get some to be able to make yeah. some more styles of beer than than buy something that right more now. beneficial so like yeah exactly yeah i can, yeah, yeah, right. I can well, just loan you mine I'm like yeah right he brought up a lot of things that you and i on a side note have talked about and you know mainly me saying that you know okay I'm, you know the hazy's kind of played out 
Yeah, yeah. For personally. Yeah. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I still love a good hazy. And right. Like when I came back from the East Coast, the first place I went to was lengthwise. And, you mm-hmm. know, I had the hazy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, great. You know, yeah. back home. That's not a normal hazy though, right? Uh, no, it's not. You're absolutely right. <clears throat> but, you know, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I, I like to see that, you know, somebody in town. Mm-hmm. Is not concentrating so you know, much. You know what this reminds me of, Joey, is the, uh, the Dodge, um, Challengers, right? Everybody thinks these are some badass cars, but they're really modeled after 70s. Exactly. And, it, you know, before muscle cars were muscle cars. Yeah. You know, yeah. But that was the, Absolute that's like and the Camaros and the Mustangs. It's yep. all, I mean, they're, right. they're, they kind of yeah. try to bring back the, the old world style of the muscle car. Well, yep. and, and that's one of the things like Bailey and with I roll, with power windows have had a conversation, <laughs> have had to have talked about and we talked about, we discussed when we were doing this because, you can use that as a name for a beer, Power Windows. Power Windows? Yep. All right. There I think it kind of doesn't really fit. Like, do they have Power Windows in the Middle Ages? <laughs> no, <laughs> but I mean, it's a it's <laughs> old world style with new world stuff. Yeah. So, uh, do they I, have windows in the old world? <laughs> I think I think one of the things that, that – the big things we talked about was that, you know, these these styles of beer, like you said, are, cl- are sort of classic styles of beer. But we've come over the last couple hundred years to expect beer to taste this way mm-hmm. because – as we've learned more and more and more about brewing science and brewing and everything like that, the stuff that was, that used to be like sour beers, like you'll, there's, I, you know, I did my, did my masters in, you know, medieval archaeology and stuff like that. So there was a lot of, you read like man, like manuscripts from manners where they talk about, you know, the, the brewer did this on this day and, you know, whatever. And, and sour beers were something that happened and it wasn't necessarily good like if your beer soured it wasn't being drunk quick enough because a lot of the souring components are spoilage Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so we we associate Uh, sour with spoilage so it wasn't it wasn't a a good thing necessarily now there are cultures like the the belgians took that and they were like well if we put a little fruit in there and we do some of these things and we tweak it now it's actually a really pleasant experience which is what dio's doing you know what i mean they're taking a sour beer um and they're they're um they're blending it, they're adding stuff and they're making it a very pleasant drinking experience. Um, but we've come to expect like this, the reason beer tastes like beer and we, you know, we do is because we've, we've come to a place we've evolved, you know, scientifically and as brewers and everything where we can eliminate that spoilage and we can deliver a really good, you know, high quality ingredient that's not going to spoil or, you know, whatever it is. So it's funny that we've come that like hazies and, or, you know, sours or, you know, whatever it is are, now, um, like something that's sought after, that's really a, that was an unintended consequence right. of, and the same, like IPA is the same thing. Like that bittering quality in a beer wasn't, it was, it was, to some extent it was expected, but the over, like really bitter, like IPA yeah. thing, that was necessary to preserve that beer to get it to India, it, you know? So it wasn't something it that so was, happens that it, you know, it tastes great. Yeah. So you now know? we're looking at stuff like this where we're <clears> like, like you guys are saying it's, it's old, but it's new, but it's also new. Like this is, this is cutting like, Clean beers in the in in the in human history of all the brewing that yeah. we've done since the beginning of civilization, beer that doesn't spoil is relatively a new thing. It's yes, relatively it a modern, like you know, special thing from when we've understood microbiology and chemistry. And it's very and new. Like I mean, because you could a couple years ago you say, "Oh man, I got a I got a two twelve packs in the garage that I really need to get rid of." Oh, you know, yeah, you know, sure. before they go bad. You know. Um, <clears throat> You know, and I've been told, you know, like uh, last year I brought home a lot of East Coast beer and I shit you not, dude. I just finished the last of my Bissell Brothers mm-hmm. the other day mm-hmm. and it 
still tastes like when I picked it up a year ago. Yeah. You know, granted. <laughs> I granted, did not have the same experience with the $700 I spent on crawlers down in <laughs> San Diego. I, I thought they were like canning, right? They would last oh, well, see, that, few these, months. These weren't cr- these weren't crowlers. No, they, mine were. were. Production beers. Yeah, be, now, be, I won't do that with a crowler. I would never do that it just, with a it crowler. Just, well, it depends. I mean, <clears> like <throat> our I, I just know that the hoppier a beer is, the more you're going to have oxidization issues. Right. Um, so the beers that are that are lower in that or, or lagers and stuff like that will stand up a little bit better to the, that process. Like for us, when we do our crowlers, even if even if somebody's like, yeah, I'm going to take it home and I'm going to drink it, like – What's the, you know, there's, there's a chance that they'll go home and their, you know, kids throwing up or something right. like that or their freaking wife's like, Hey, I got to go, you know, whatever you got to do this or, you know, tonight. whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, and okay. so they're like, well, shit, I got to put this in. And then, you know, they forget about it or like life comes along and then yep. it's like two, three, four, you know, weeks, a month, two months down the yep. road. And they're like, Oh shit, this, you know, this, this, this prowler and they crack it open and I want it to be good. So we, we, we disinfect all of our cans. We purge the cans with CO2. Um, and then we pour the beer into it to try to give it the, like the ability we can it, we, we, you know, cap it on the foam. So we try to give it the best, the best chance at surviving right. the longest yeah. amount of time Without as possible. Without any vapor space. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so it just depends on how, what, what their processes are and yeah. stuff like that. Like it's easy for us because like I brew the beer and I want it to do as well as possible. So right. I was going to say I do, I do it. I do it the best way. Like I, cause I don't want my beard to be yeah. screwed up. Yeah. You know I mean, but right. you hire employees. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might have a, uh, have like a, you know, this is our SOP for like, you need to do this when you, when you can crawlers and they, you know, employees like busy or doesn't give a crap or, you yep. know, whatever it is. And or doesn't even understand. Yeah. Or doesn't understand. Right? Exactly. And so well, speaking of crawler, you know, we were at uh Timbler yesterday and just to be a dick, I asked for a crawler. We don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so for those of you listening, uh, uh, Templar sold their crawler, uh, machine to Crusaders. So. But, but, but again, one of the things like, like Don was in here and we were, we were talking about buying it from him because he hit us up about it. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's like, dude, we, we're not selling many crawlers. And I'm like, bro, you have a $250,000 canning line. Like if <laughs> I, you need to sell like a crawler. Yeah. a crawler is because my poor ass can't afford a freaking $250,000 canning line, canning line. If I had a, a canning line, I'd, I'd like, I'd office space this freaking crowd machine. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know, like I, 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 so, but there, so there's, there's a lot of, of, of opportunities, marketing opportunities, sales opportunities, stuff like that with, with that canning line and being able to have, like you said, like yep. beers that are canned that you know are going to last for a long time as yeah. opposed to some j- janky ass crowler that I'm going to freaking like purge with CO2 from my tap. You know what I mean? And then yep. fucking pour real, beer real, into real it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like hey, we talk about the beers we're drinking. So I'm, I'm about to finish this. Uh, da- this is the daily bread, not on the menu. Actually, uh, it is on the menu. Just we, not on the wall. I have no talent with uh, art whatsoever. Yeah, I and hear Bailey's that. sister came in and did all this like nice thing, and I like. So you keep brewing those it beers hates because me. it's already up there. Yeah, well, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm locked into it because yeah. it's on the board. Yeah. Like, yeah, Nobody like else uh, can draw that well. Uh, Moses descend- descended from Sinai <laughs> yeah. with it written into stone, and I have, this is, have to brew those beers. This so. is delicious. I, I I really like Hefs. I mean, it's just yeah. it's one of my favorite beer styles, and it's I, I really enjoy. That's actually what I want to try next. Okay. It's, well, it's really I, that. Dude, I, that's what I started out with when drinking crap. I started off with hefs, and I was on a huge half for. You were a blue moon guy, <clears throat> weren't you? Blue moon, and, and uh, was it the pyramid? What, what I, was the actually, one? I started out with pyramid. Yeah, pyramid was. Oh, oh their half. Yeah, yeah. And I don't see. I don't care for. 
a lot of the like production hefts, like at a bot out of a bottle or whatever. I don't anymore. Well, maybe that's what I'm saying. But but yeah. that's what got me kind of yeah. one day somebody's like, "You got to try this." It was at uh, Chewy's, yeah. And we got a picture of it. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is freaking amazing!" And I go, "It's so cloudy. What's going on?" It's yeah. like first time having sex. What is this? It's so- <laughs> the feeling, the feeling is so warm. <laughs> and quit calling me honey. <laughs> Honey, here we go. There we go. Jesus, Kenny. That's the uh, oh man, IPA. Thanks. So, oh, Jester went back on the track, but you know, um, Uh, flight apparently. I was uh, the first time I watched and paid attention. I actually paid attention. I'll stay on the Jester. I can do the Jester. No, you're taking the IPA. (laughs) I guess I'm doing the IPA. Is fucking IPA is solid. The first stepped away to the first time I. The first time I paid attention to somebody actually filling a crowler was was at LCB. Yeah, and um, you know I what, watched that time we went. Yeah, and and to watch how when much I trained the, uh, Mike. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, not that time. No, no, no. Actually, before that, Tyson's had a crowler for a while. Yeah, right. Yeah. But but watch them spray the disinfectant in yep. the can, and then actually on the lid. Yep. And then and then rinse the glass and and then then purge it and I mean the can, the crowler can itself yep. and then purge it. I mean it was it was actually. It took a while to act. So when you order four of them, yeah, you're, you're gonna, you you go through a whole beer drinking, watching yep, them fill absolutely. your floor. And then when I went down to San Diego and bought that, you close to a thousand dollars. So which, good, which, good thing when he doesn't listen to this. Oh no, we it was almost divorce papers, right? Cause she's like, I'm gonna <laughs> go, what? I'm gonna go get the Jeep. I'll pull around and I come out. It was that epic? And she's like, What the fuck? She goes, How much was that? I go, Just 110 bucks, but we're okay. Oh, you... But I, but I go, I got the free carry case. And she's like, What? <laughs> it's the a fuck? plastic bag. And literally, we the the at the timeshare, the fridge was just loaded from. And we had a bit, we had uh, electric, we had uh, mission. I, I mean, just loaded with crawlers. I'm like, these are all going to be different episodes, right? This is going to last the whole year. <laughs> and such asking. a great idea. Second but, episode, what happened? But really, was I? I started noticing some of the folks, like Mission, they mm-hmm. just fill them up, and I go, "You don't, you don't disinfect those, or, or he goes, well, I rinsed it with water." I go, "And what about CO2?" He's like, "Yeah, I've heard of that." He goes, "I'm interested to know if that if that really helps." So I'm like, "Really? Yeah." Wow. I'm like, "Me too." Wow. You know, so, yeah, me too. And it does. <laughs> but you think about it, somebody like yeah, somebody like Mission, yeah, huge brewery, could, could give a shit what I think about their beer mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Whereas somebody like Chris is like, that's or Tyson, you know, yeah, that's yeah. my name. Well, right? not, not only that, but you like again with you know Tumblr and their canning line, like they can push those cans out and make a profit on those cans, you know, distributing them to other people out sure. out in the in the wilderness. And and for me, like the only way I get my beer, with a couple exceptions around town, the only way I get my beer to people is here. So I have to make sure I pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Right. And 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 that's not to defend them from doing from having crappy practices because I I think that like it doesn't matter for me whether or not I'm I'm selling a crawler out of my tap room or I end up canning or we have a freaking hundred barrel system down you know fifteen twenty years down mm-hmm. the road and we're freaking selling beer you know around the world or whatever I mean whatever happens to, to God knows that would be awesome but you know whatever happens I'm my 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 process is gonna I care enough about my beer and I'm a, I'm enough of a beer snob mm-hmm. that I'm gonna make sure that that's something that I that I that I do. And so I wonder if that's do. like a span of control thing, right? I mean, as you become more of the business, because we've talked to, to linkwise about the sun where you're, you know, you, you become more of responsible for the business side of a thing. And then you have to hire somebody like you yeah, said earlier, you got to hire a bartender. Also, oh. There's also some pride of ownership yeah. in like employees and stuff yeah. like Brewdog. One of the things I, I disagree with them on like politics a lot, but I love their beer and they're, they're, they're super, super committed to, to brewing. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things they do is they, they basically make sure that all their bartenders are, 
um, are they go to like the um, whatchamacallit, beer, not sommelier, that's wine, but oh, Cicerone. Yeah, Cicerone. Sorry, mm-hmm. they go to the Cicerone program. They send them to like get their at least their every basic bartender. Cicerone. Wow. Every bartender at, oh, wow. at Brewdog, that's what they're they mm-hmm. want to have every bartender go get their Cicerone certification. That's cool. Um, at least their level one Cicerone certification. So um, because they want them to have that pride of ownership, they want them to understand. And it was the same thing like when I worked at Starbucks. Like that's one of the things that I took is like it didn't matter if you were just a regular old barista. Like they wanted you – you spent a, an entire day or two when you got hired going through their like sensory program. Uh, they would make you, you know, uh, French press, you know, coffee and they would go through the different styles and the different regions and you had like an actual – they would teach you about all those like flavor things that you're looking right. for in those different regions of beers or different regions of coffees and, you know, whatever. And so it, it like – and then they told you why it was important for you to know this stuff oh, yeah. and to be able to push this because of these things. And, and then you knew that you had a path like you could be a coffee expert or whatever mm-hmm. the hell it was. So that's know, the important like part, that. right? Why? This is yeah, why we're doing why? And it. As I mean, much, it, it's go just, it goes, goes back to like our line, our industry, our type mm-hmm. of work and whatnot. You know, we're all the energy industry. I mean, like you guys are coming in. Well, why are we doing this? Well, this is why. It's, Joey, but it's easy to say. Do, do you remember the first time you French pressed your cousin? <laughs> Oh my God. Here we go. Jesus it was a little, geez, two beers. Man. I know, dude. I'm going to switch the tasters. You're doing these half pints. Wow. Gonna, you know, hey, whatever. I've seen your cousin. He's not bad looking. And we are here. we are. Here so we are. I, have about a, the, what, you know, I know that, that uh, halves aren't necessarily your style. What are you thinking about the. Uh, I'm, the I'm loving style? it. And I wanted to ask you. So I, the, the last time I was in here, you, we talked about that you use crystal malts as your base, uh, grain, right? No, no, no. We, so we have different, we have different base, base malts that we use depending on where the beer's coming from. So our, uh, British beers are, uh, pale ale malt. And then also we do some, we do Maris Otter, uh, okay. which is a, a high protein, um, Sort of a little more heavily, little more highly kilned, um, British malt. So you get, it develops more like the biscuit kind of flavors and stuff. So when you drink our jester, um, as it kind of gets down, you wind down to the end of the pint, um, and it starts to warm up, you get a lot of those like cracker biscuit, you know, when, very, when I say, very British. when I say biscuit, I don't mean like, like, Dog biscuits biscuit. and gravy. I mean like British biscuit, like they're which are basically little like cookies. Yeah, right. so, so you get the kind of little bit of right. cookie. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, whatever. No, you got to um, be careful saying that in, in Bakersfield because everybody's assuming you mean biscuits and gravy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but some of that is the same. Like you'll get that because anything Eat that's anything that's anything that's been like baked, you know, is going to develop those those same flavors that are going to mm. like pop out, make of you think like, oh yeah, you know, whatever. So our our American beers that we do as far as IPAs and stuff like that, pale ales. Um, we'll do, uh, a primarily two row pale ale, malt, okay. American pale mm-hmm. ale malt. Um, and then our German beers, we use imported Pilsner malt. Uh, we're doing Weirman right now. Um, so like our, our Kolsch is primarily Pilsner malt with some other stuff thrown in to, to, you know, kind of give it the flavor profile we want. Actually our Teutonic, which is what I'm drinking right now, um, is we're calling it a quote unquote German pale ale. It's actually an American pale ale style, but like all the malts are, uh, German or continental. So it's kind of a, like a German take on an American pale ale. So we're using hops that are, mm. that are blended with German noble hops. They're, they're bred with German noble hops, but they also have a lot of like West Coast American kind okay. of like flavor profiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then all the malt is all Pilsner and Munich and Kara Munich and stuff like that. So it just depends on what we're doing. We, we, uh, you know, 
we we made some sacrifices moving from homebrew to commercial because homebrew because you're buying such small quantities and such small amounts it allows you to be more flexible you yeah. can you can throw 16 grains at a, at a beer you know what i mean and and you know <laughs> and have and tailor it to exactly what this is you know whatever and you can change it every single time you brew it and so for us you know we have a malt supplier and mm-hmm. they're locked into certain you know people that they're contracted with for their malt um, and you're and, buying in bulk, right? And you're Generally. buying in, you're buying in bulk, and I want to be able to make as many beers as possible because if you have to order the, a different thing every single time yeah. that you're brewing, then you end up with a b- bunch of wasted grain sure. and stuff he's like that. One yeah. pound of a yeah, fifty pound bag, exactly. And, you know, and so. they're giving those away to Frank, and he's brewing. yeah, right. <laughs> so it's scratching out uh, Crusaders and putting <laughs> putting his name on it. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, so I'm drinking the IPA right now. What, Dude, is it not badass? The IPA is it's it's so like just. For yeah, me. I mean, I just I it, really, there's really a lot it. going on. I'm mm-hmm. still trying to, but the nose on it to me, I just I really enjoy the nose. Oh, so so I'm, like, I'm, I'm having like, the daily bread, and I'm I'm tripping out on the nose on this. I'm taking a crowler of that home today. Yeah, so, so you know. the IPA where you use Bravo, um, Calypso, and Nazaka in that okay. one. Um, as far as the daily bread's concerned, that's actually what you had said. Oh. As far as Hefeweizen's being your favorite style of beer, that's one of my favorites, especially. Um, spring, summer, mm-hmm. um, having gone to grad school in the UK, like we get fresher hefts, fresher beers from Germany. So like here, I still like, like my favorite, my favorite, uh, Hefeweiss beer is a Weinstefaner. Oh, it's yeah. a little bit, it's a little bit, you know, older when you get it here in, in the States and it's, you know, it's spend so more time good, in the bottle and stuff yeah. like that, but I it's really it. good. Um, you know, but having it in, in Germany and then, you know, being able to get it pretty easily in the UK fresh. Um, there's a certain flavor profile that goes along with it. And I think that most American breweries, when they do a wheat beer or they say that it's a Hefeweizen, they, they're missing the boat because they're focusing on certain flavor profiles that are, that are there, but they're not supposed to dominate. Like our, our Hefeweizen is a good balance between sort of clove and, and banana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of, um, most like what, you know, like US. Hefs don't have any either one of those. Flavors, either right? they, they either are missing one or the other, or they're they're or like people. People are like, oh, banana, and then it's like a banana bomb, and that's yeah. Bailey hates Hefeweizens because that's what he every time he drinks a half or mm-hmm. something that says Hefeweizen, it's got that banana flavor, and he hates bananas. Okay, so like, oh, so he's know, uh, he's and so he's got to be super sensitive to it too. Yeah, so he 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 really despises banana as a, as a flavor, like the bubblegum banana kind of profile. So you just you you go too much in that in that, and it completely overshadows everything else that, that, that the beer is. Mm-hmm. I mean, and for me, like Hefeweizen, it should be like a little bit lighter bodied than what, again, American brewers usually yeah, yeah. are doing. It's cleaner. It's, it's got a good mouthfeel, a good like body, but it's, it should be really easy drinking. Yep. You know, yes. I mean, it should be an easy drinking yeah. beer, you know, <clears throat> and yours is, I, I really enjoyed it. it. I think I was thinking about, you said something, you made a joke earlier about it being your guys' closest thing to a hazy. You could kind of do like a, a, what they call a troll thing on Instagram and, Post yeah. pictures of that as, a, as I was AC. telling Bailey we should do something. We should, we should come in like with no sleeves on and like a flat hat and be like, "Bro, is that a hazy? Whoa, bro! Like, you could do a whole thing it's so that. dank, bro. You know, like you know, whatever. Like, no, that it's would not. Be funny. You know, I bet it's super dank, this man. New, this is the new haze craze. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, bananas last, and clothes. Last year for. Um, for uh, uh, April Fool's Ennegren Brewing in Moorpark, they they did this like, oh, hey, we got glitter beer, which there's no way in hell Chris Ennegren would ever put <laughs> glitter in his beer. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, there's no way. Like, he, he, he his his beers are Reinheitsko, but like, he could sell his beer in Germany mm-hmm. as beer and it would it would adhere. Like, but he did it. One of them was uh, that he they're doing their uh, they were doing their their 
Hefeweizen, but they filtered it. So it's got no haze and it's got no banana flavor, but we added, but we brewed it with bananas. So they got added bananas back to the beer or whatever. It's like, which is, you know, it made me laugh because like we had taught, he and I had talked about that about like, dude, just like there's uh, like luponic distortion, you know, flavor mm-hmm. through hops. You know what I mean? Like you like, you like straw, you don't have to put necessarily put strawberries in a beer. Yeah. You just have to get a good get the right combination, hop, the recombination and, and get that. Like you don't have to put, coriander and you know uh lemon peel or orange peel or whatever in your belgian wit to have it have those flavors you have to brew it the right way mm-hmm. you know what i mean you have to understand what the science of the brewing is you have to know where you're like if you do you need to add an extra rest phase in your in your you know mash schedule or whatever to develop those flavors we do with our our half a wise you know what i mean it takes a little bit longer but the the flavors there you so know? what does so, that mean can you explain that what you just said so in, rest in the in the mash yeah, yeah. when you do like uh, some of it's not necessary, like protein rests and stuff aren't as much necessary because modern malts are pretty well modified. Like they've, they've degraded the proteins to a certain level in the, in the actual malting process. So you don't necessarily need to do a protein rest. Um, but there are other, ma- there are other, every, every, like there's, there's temperature ranges in, in the, the wheat, uh, or the, or the barley that, that when you bring the, the mash through that temperature range, different enzymes are acting and they're doing different things in, in, in the mash. So you'll end up with different results in the final product. It's why you can have a, you know, 1.1, you know, zero Belgian original gravity beer that ends up at, you know, you know, 1.015 you know, at the end of it and has 10%, but is still like drinking like super clean and bubbly and crisp and, you know, everything like that because they're bringing all of their beers through all these different deals and they're, they're, they're denaturing a lot of these enzymes as they go and they're, they're using the enzymes to do certain things and, and make a beer that has like sort of that's, that's less sweet, but as the body and the, it's, so there's a lot of things that happen like for, for Hefeweizen's, one of the things I think you need, you need that clove kind of profile. And when you, um, when you rest it between, I think it's like 95 and like 110, 113 degrees. Um, uh, I think it's like phytase or something like that. There's a, there's an enzyme that, that acts on phytic acid. And so it generates that. And when the, mm-hmm. when that specific style of yeast, that, that Hefeweizen yeast like gets that, it develops, um, uh, there's phenols and, uh, I think it's, I think it's a phenol, but basically it develops a flavor profile that gives you a little bit of that clove. That's what it is. Yeah. Clove oh, wow. phenol. So it gives you, it enforces that clove flavor. Like if you ever had Firestone's, uh, Hefeweizen when they have it, uh, Matt Bernaldson, he, re- he rests his Hefeweizen in that range because you have to have that, that clove like profile in your Hefeweizen. Makes me want a home. Interesting, now. man. Yeah. I've never done any that's, like, that's like crazy protein how... rests or anything. And like there's, that. there's different things. Like, I mean, you're, you're, there's, there's two different, there's two different protein rests that you can do. You could do like, you know, it's basically a 115 to 130. Um, and then there's like 125 to 140, 145. And if you're in the lower range, you denature, you, you get the enzymes to, to break up some of the proteins that, that, um, like in a, in a Hefeweizen, you don't want those proteins necessarily, but if you go in the, in the protein rest where everybody does like 130 to 145, if you denature, if you, if you have, sorry, not denature, if you have your enzymes act and, and break up those proteins, you wind up with no head retention. Oh, wow. So oh, like if you're, your actually, if you're actually in there, you know, whatever, then you have to rely solely on dextrins in the malt. 
uh, to get you that, that mm-hmm. head retention and which some, brings a whole other you know, set of flavors, probably right? different flavors and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it just, it just, again, what's that do to your brew day when you do, I mean, now that you've kind of, you know, now that you've graduated from home brew to brewing on a, on a pro so system, like, what's that do to your brew so day? So part of it is, is just, uh, like we, we kind of got like a little, a little more excited than we should have been with our, our system. Uh, we have 440,000 BTU burners, um, on our, on our, our system, (laughs) but, but the problem is it's like our, it takes for freaking ever to get our hot liquor tank up to temperature. Mm -hmm. It takes forever to get us to boil at, you know, more than five barrels. And our system is technically a five barrel system, but we have an oversized boil kettle so that we could do these, you know, lower ABV beers and, and do a bigger quantity of them at Mm -hmm. one time. Um, so we do six barrel batches for, um, most of our beers that are under five and a half percent or that are around 5% or whatever. Um, and, uh, so it, it, it's, it's long. Like there's a, especially with our double brew days, it's a long day. Yeah. Um, we were turning around homebrew beers in like four and a half hours. You know, we could That's do a batch fast. of, we could do a batch of homebrew, um, including with, cleaning. With and, well, cleaning was an extra like 20 minutes, but this is freaking, it gets, takes forever, man. Like there's tons <laughs> of cleaning, dude. So, you know, um, it, it takes longer. Um, but you know, our yield is like Dio, you know, when they brew, they brew a three barrel batch. Um, they have to brew two of those to get the same amount that we brew mm-hmm. in one batch. So, so yeah. back to back, you know, right? back to back, we're brewing, you know, we're brewing. It's, it, it's, it's a long brew day some of the days. Um, but. It is what it is. I mean, we, you know, we boil all of our, uh, cause we only have like a, like a three or 4% boil off rate with our, our, um, kettle, which is not a lot. And when you're talking about like our, our, um, Kolsch, which is primarily Pilsner, if you don't drive off a lot of those precursors, you get DMS, which is like a sulfury, you know, kind of eggy flavor or eggy smell or flavor in the beer. Um, that's why our, that's honestly a, another one of the reasons why when we say, we're doing traditional beers. We do them traditional. Like our Kolsch is lagered for at least two weeks because you need to tone down that, that sulfur component uh, and mm. you get it really strongly when that beer's fresh. But when it's actually ready to go and everything like that, then it doesn't have that, that sulfur, the yeast eating that you know, sulfur off. That- part, part of it. No, it's not eat. It's not the yeast. Eat, it doesn't need to eat it. What it is, is when you have a beer that has Pilsner, Pilsner malt is not highly kiln. The more you kiln, uh, uh, barley, the more it drives off those precursors okay. to DMS. Um, and then you have your boil. And when you have a really vigorous active boil, um, that's driving more of them off. And then we have a really vigorous active fermentation. It drives more of them off. Mm-hmm. So you don't wind up with a lot of that in like ales, like American ales, cause you're using, you know, two row that's a little high, more highly kiln. Um, you're using a, uh, you're fermenting at 68 degrees, you know, all kinds of stuff. So it's dry, it's driving a lot of that off. But when you're talking about a Kolsch or a, or a lager where you're fermenting at 58 or 48 degrees, it's, it's not super active. active you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you're using primarily pill, like majority Pilsner malt. You're going to get some of that DMS, uh, in there. And it, it, you even see like in the German traditional German styles like that, it'll say that DMS is okay to some extent in this beer. Mm-hmm. Okay. But when you lager it, it reduces DMS. There's other s- stuff that's off that when you, it doesn't matter how much you age it, it's not going to, it's still not going to change it. It's still going to be in the beer. 
but but that's one of those things that that sulfury uh, profile will reduce with time. So so in your cooler right now, you've got some colch that's that's fermenting. Yeah, it's not fermenting. It's just we we've got another batch. So we've got a bunch that are in kegs that are ready to go that we're serving right now. Um, and then we have uh, one of our bright tanks is filled right now with um, with colch that's lagering right now. So this, this conversation is the more I learn about brewing, the less I know about. <laughs> no, I was thinking, well, but but I thought so. Lagering just means keeping it cold while it's still. Tradition, like so, when we say a lager, there's two components. There's the fermentation, and then there's also the the aging. So fermentation happens at a lower temperature, right? Which is like you know 48 to 52 bottom degrees. Up versus top down. Yeah, bottom, bottom, like bottom fermenting or whatever. So you know, your your bottom fermenting yeast stays in the bottom. It's colder. It's slower. Um, you know, whatever. And then, the, but the big thing that, that like German brewers it doesn't matter if they're brewing an ale or a lager. They're lagering their beers for the most part. You know, most of their beers, unless you're talking about I don't know, like Keller beers or Fest beers or something where they're just like they're brewing them and then pushing them out for people to drink like right then. Most of their beers, Kolsch's, you know, whatever, they're they're throwing them down for, you know, a couple weeks or something like that and letting them lager. So those flavors clean up. They meld together a little bit more. I mean, it's like. There's not there's not a lot to hide behind in a in a prisoner, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. In, in a Kolsch or whatever. I think there's, that's a great point. There's not a ton if you if you screw it up or if you don't have it right, like you're gonna be able to tell because there's not a lot of crystal malts, there's not a lot of adjuncts, there's not a lot of hops, you know what I mean? Like what you do put in there matters and how you treat that beer matters because it's you're gonna be able to tell. I think that statement's kind of it's risky, right? Because a lot of so many breweries do ales and do I mean what you can hide behind a lot of that stuff, but but when you start brewing these crystal or these crystal clear beers and super clean kind of taste, any little off thing is going to jump right yeah. at you, right? Yeah. And uh, I've screwed up some myself. Yeah. yeah so, well, I mean, so have I. I, I and that's, that's the thing. I would rather. Some. I, I would rather. <laughs> I, I mean, I would rather. I would right, rather. Most. I would rather dump a beer than than serve a bad beer. You know, like our Belgian that we've got going right now went through a phase where it. it I mean, there was. I was like, man, this is like if my son threw up in my mouth, that's kind of what this tastes like. It's really bad. But we also went we went and did some research, talked to some people, and they're like, no, it's just that 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 strain of yeast smells like or tastes like va- like baby vomit. Like wow. it's it's not oh, wow. great. Once it drops out, it, start, it starts cleaning up and it's really great and everything like that. So, you know, I told Bailey, I was like, dude, if this beer tastes like crap, I'm dumping it down the drain. Like, I'd rather dump that Which beer than serve Which is a commitment, right? Yeah. I mean, because I, I think – There's, a, I there's think a dollar there commitment and a time commitment. Brewers yeah. that right. put beer out because they have to. Yeah. Right? They just – they made it. Oh, well, we have to, got, but yeah, we're just, some, I'm just still not going to. Like, I think got, putting a crappy got, beer out is going to hurt Hundreds us. or thousands yeah. of dollars into a beer, yeah. and you just got to put it out. So are these these beers you have up here right now, that's going to be your your standard? Are they always going to be on the yeah, menu? Yes, standard lineup. I think we'll, like Because I said, Bailey's we'll, sister made the Yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, that was the, the reason The reason she did those ones, because we had, we had – when she did it, we had Teutonic on tap, is that we hadn't planned on having Teutonic be a, a beer that's going to stick around for a long time. So we just had her do the five standard ones. Is it? Um, is it Teutonic standard, right? I don't know. Like people it's really, really good. People I, really like it, but it's it's not our it's not our best selling beer. Oh really? Yeah, no, I it's really not. Enjoy it. I had it last time I was here, and I, I I'm looking forward to having it today. That's a great beer, and um, the fact that all these beers are are relatively low ABV is really cool too. 
I like the fact that you can you can yeah, enjoy you can, some serious flavors and, and you can get and, through the flight and not be destroyed. Right. Well, that's what like our our, our whole thing. So there's you get shirts in the UK um, and like you know I don't remember which brewery it is, but it's, their deal is like enjoy your session. You know what I mean? So everything's about session beers in the UK because the session is more important. Like when you talk about drinking in in, in Scotland or, or England or you know whatever, it's it's not like hey let's go have a drink. Like for here, like for us here, we're like, hey man, you want to go down the, you know, let's go, get a, let's go ahead, let's go have a beer, let's go have, let's go grab a beer, let's get a drink. You know what I mean? Like there, they say like, hey, let's go for session, you know, let's go for session. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears> so <throat> it's a session of drinking because that's it's not necessarily the the drinking per se. It's it's everything about sitting down for a session of drinking. It's it's the it's the you know the talk. It's the chat. The it's conversation. The, it's, yeah, it's the chat. It's the drink. It's Which is the, what this podcast you know, is all whatever, about. You know. So, <laughs> but that's what uh, that's what our beer is. So we yeah. want we want beer that's conducive to that. We want people to be able to come in and be like you know like I know it's Wednesday, and I can go after work and meet my friends and have four of those beers and go home and still get up and function the next morning. Yeah, right. absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, whereas you, some of those, some of them it's like, fuck man, yeah, maybe, maybe I can swing through. Yeah. I'll have all of, you know, the, uh, whatever. And it's, you know, like a 9%, mm-hmm. you know, triple IPA or something like that. And you're like, yeah, well, yeah, I can, I can maybe make it, like, maybe I can have one of those, you know, whatever. And then you like rush home or something. And we don't want that to be a thing. Like we want people to come here and like, Oh, we've got the draft on. Oh, okay, cool. Like you could like last night you had uh, it was a draft or whatever. Yeah, just freaking hang out and watch mm-hmm. the draft and freaking have you know eight beers yeah. and go, go to work the next morning. You know, like or that, or I'm or okay or with that. that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've talked about that before, Kenny. Where you know you asked the question, couldn't you go to a, a restaurant and have one beer, or you know, could you come to 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 Crusader and have one beer? Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. Right? So, <laughs> we know, we know. Regardless of regardless of the ABV, but, but uh, I've, whatever. I've, I've literally had people on my come. I've had like three beers in my fridge, and somebody will come over and is like, "Hey, you got any beers?" I'm like, "Yeah, I have three here. You know, have these three beers, mm-hmm. right? I'm not gonna have one because you know, there's, there's, you have one, I have one, and then you can have the second one. But now I'm. It would have been better if you just had the three and kind of kind of get a yeah. buzz and and enjoy the three as opposed to one that doesn't. I'd rather not have zero than just one, and that's. I, I I have a problem. <laughs> yeah. well, so do I. That's why, honestly, yeah. like my motivation for having a brewery is that I like beer so right. much that I was like. But I mean, I'm not gonna if if I'm gonna watch porn, I'm grabbing the lotion, I'm grabbing the clean. I mean, I'm not gonna my, just. I'm not yeah, watching I'm like, for the punchline or the, know, the, like, the fucking. Oh, here's the a plot. Na- yeah, here, here's the naked chick trying out a new toy. All right, I'll go to work now. I can't. I'm not that guy. <laughs> so what you're saying is every day you call, ever call in sick is because you watch porn the night before. So is that what you're saying? Or that day, right? I'd rather watch porn <laughs> than go morning. to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I mean, I see what you're saying. Like yesterday, you know, I met Kenny for lunch, you know, at Tembler, and we had a few beers and whatnot. And, and uh, you know, by the time we were done, I was like, man, I, I really wish last night was my Friday because I can really turn one on right now. You know. Well, I, I was telling Sean, I had those four with you, and I had a. Well, of course, I had a couple of uh, mind hazes when I got home, but I had kind of a stinger this morning. Oh, did you really? Yeah, and I'm like, and it was one of those ones where you wake up in the middle of the night, and it wasn't bad. I mean, it was, just, it wasn't like I was like, Ugh, but I mean, I, I woke up. How's that? I wasn't, Ugh, but I was like, <laughs> is, that, is that puking in the sink? Is no, that I wasn't puking in the sink, but I, but I, I woke up like a, I don't know, like at midnight or one o'clock in the morning, and I was just like. Oh, fuck. This is going to suck. I messed suck. up. Yeah, it's going to suck in a few hours, man. So I went back to sleep. When I woke up this morning, I, I was, it was there, but I, but I knew I could shake it out pretty quick. You know, I just had to get some coffee and me some water. I mean, I was fine, but, but I was like, I, I, and I, I didn't I call you for bloodies this morning. I don't man. have a problem with that because like Scotland, the, God, you talk about a culture 
that like they gl- they glorify in their in their misery. They're freaking they're they're <laughs> absolute masochists, dude. They 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 are they you talk about hangovers, they they wear it as a badge of honor. Like, oh you're oh, fucking, are you hungover? And they're like, fuck man, I was I'm I was pissed last night and I'm fucking so hungover. Like, no, I'm not. Oh, you know, okay. whatever, drinking their iron brew or whatever the hell it is. Like it's a it's, the Scots wear their hangovers like that's wow. like they've got a freaking medal or something. Yeah, like I'm that, a, I'm okay so with, I'm I'm okay with that. But yeah. what I'm what I'm saying is like for me, there's there's part of it for me is a is is a nostalgia from that, like from being over there mm-hmm. where it wasn't it wasn't like, oh yeah, man, I had, uh, went to whatever and I spent an hour, two hours there and I got super fucked up. Like, you know, whatever. Like, it was like, no, dude. I started drinking at four o'clock in the afternoon and I continued on until four in the morning. Like, mm. I'm hungover because I drank for 12 hours. Right. I had 16 <laughs> imperial, like, like, like imperial pints of beer, 20 ounce pints of beer. That's why I'm hungover this morning. It's be, and, and it's that slow ramp up. Like, you mm-hmm. start and you're drinking yeah. and you're like, ah, oh, fuck whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it just like, it takes a couple hours and you move through it and you start getting more and more drunk and drinking more and more and more. And then the freaking crazy shit happens. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then it all turns to shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, I, but at least you have those hours where you're drinking right. and it's yeah, normal and it's sane and having a good time. Yeah. And then you start, you start making yourself throw up so you can continue to drink more. You know what See, I mean? That's, like, that's yeah. how it is when I hang out with my East, my East coast buddies when I'm out there. Dude, we start, we start at like nine, 10 o'clock in the morning. I, and but we're I, not done till nine, ten o'clock, yeah. twelve o'clock at night. And that's okay. But if but if I tell these guys that I got a hangover because I had four beers with Joey at lunch, is that a badge of honor? <laughs> no, well, it like, just depends on the beers, right? Well, uh, I just, that and this, I mean, for me, a lot of it's scenario based. You know, like like for me, you know, we're gonna finish up here. Uh, we gotta go soon. wash some glasses, man. I know we, we gotta put some work in. Jeez. We'll take, I, we should take a picture of that. I wouldn't. We always take a picture of the empty glasses or the bottles and cans. Oh, I want to do that. Uh, I want to do the Teutonic for sure. Teutonic? Poor Chris, man. He's he's killing it. But you, he, you know what? I, my feelings aren't hurt if you just keep using this my same glass. <laughs> yeah. I feel horrible. We've, we've done much worse than that. <laughs> there is yeah. nice lacings on the glass. Yeah. And that, and you know. That, uh, I'm going to do the red. This is what I mean. Like, and it's so funny when we showed up. Chris was like, did, "Do you guys want to try out my beers, or did you bring some beers?" I'm like, "I'm not going to come to your brewery." Oh, and hell, so that's an insult. That right. I we talked about it, right? Yeah, I texted. I, I was like, I would "Are you bringing beer? Because I feel like I should bring beer." You want to add something? Yeah, right? but but I don't want to like. I don't want to. Whose is whose? Thank you, sir. Uh, so the tonic's the lighter one, and the red is the darker one. At it. The one looks red. The one looks red. Yeah, the but I mean, I don't want to come here and like I can't wait to try your Teutonic. Tell me about it. Meanwhile, let's let's share this uh, mind haze. From, you know. Dude, I can't I can't wait to take a couple of these uh, crawlers back to oh, Maine yeah. in June. Yeah. Oh, I'm those guys gonna go ape shit over this. Yeah. That's the red, right? Yeah. So it's just some. It's just everything's so clear. I mean, it's it's got the crystal oh, malt man. color to it, you know. Oh, so it's this it's is my favorite by far already. It's not a crystal. I love the red. Yeah, but it, but this is definitely you can see your finger, your shadow through it. But it's you can see the bubbles coming off the glass. It's got a crazy head. Um, it's just amazing to me how clear and clean this beer is. Those yeah, are, I'm, yeah. Again, back to what we were uh, we were talked about a little earlier. I mean, oh, it's man. nice to have just a clear beer. Those are details. I think we've been. Overlooking for the last couple of years, but on purpose. Absolutely. But on purpose, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been looking for these other things, and and to have beers that are just super clean, yeah. super drinkable, 
sessionable. Right. Yep. And you got all, you know, you, you joked about the lacing on the glass. You know, he wouldn't let us reuse the glasses because he wanted to make sure the lacing was just right. And, and we're, so, we're all part of that same hype, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man, you know, because there for a while we were on a huge, oh, how how hazy can, how right. much of a hazy beer can we find? Can we Which drink? There, blah, 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 blah. There is, a, the thing is, I'm, I'm not trying to like crap on that necessarily. Like right. there is an right. art to it, but, but if you don't know how to brew a, a, a normal, a regular beer, a solid normal beer, then, you know, are you, are you brewing those beers because they're good and because you're good at them or whatever? Or are you brewing them because you have consistency issues or you're hiding behind mm-hmm. the sugar? You're hiding behind the hops. You're hiding right. behind the additives or whatever it is. Like Alvarado Street, like I said, I'm not a hazy person. I don't like hazy beers as yeah. much, but like Alvarado Street, I can go to Alvarado Street and I can drink anything from their their pale ale to their red to to up to their hazy mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's it's a I know it's a solid like I know that those guys could they can brew a lager like they can right. brew any kind like, of full spectrum pil- pilsner malt and hops and water and, and like that's and it and it's going to be good mm-hmm. they can brew beer and so when they brew a hazy I know for a fact that they're brew they understand what the, the underlining style of that beer is and they can brew that beer. It's going to be stable. It's gonna last as long mm. as possible and everything like that. And Whereas, the next time you come, it's gonna taste and it's exactly gonna, the same. And the next time they come and they brew if they call that beer that same beer, they're gonna call that beer that same beer mm. because it's yeah. the same beer. You mentioned Ingren earlier. And I think Ingren, yeah. Ingren, sorry. Yeah. I, I've been you mentioned to me well, a few weeks ago, I think when you guys first opened when I was here and I started following them on Instagram and kind of like, I gotta get there. I haven't it's, been there yet. They're, they're, they're awesome. Like, and that's, just do the, 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 so I would say that we're probably closer in our style and kind of what we're doing to institutional company, which is in Camarillo. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to Ventura County, dude. Might Ventura's well got some freaking, especially like if you start in, in like East County and you make your way into downtown Ventura, mm-hmm. stay at the Crown Plaza Hotel and oh, you yeah. can walk to like six breweries in downtown Ventura. Yeah. Plus because, Barrel has 101. Yeah, you know, exactly. And you've got Figueroa Mountain is right down <laughs> in, you know, uh, which one? <laughs> can yeah. You, can you show his yeah, computer right? off? I do, and you know, and, 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 um, if you go just a little further up the road, uh, Island Brewing is one of my favorite breweries. They're, again, they're, 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 uh, um, like sort of English oriented as far as their beers and stuff like that are concerned as well. Their pale ale is actually a bitter. Oh, okay. So, okay. but, but I mean, honestly, like, uh, Ennegren Brewing is some of the best German beer that I've yeah. had outside of, and even, really... even inside of, of Germany, you know, they've, they've oh, got really? some, oh yeah, dude, they, and they're, That's and they're, cool. I mean, they, they're, they've, they're close. They've got, they haven't gotten a gold medal at GABF or anything like that yet, but like, you know, like LA Beer Week and friggin', you know, GABF, they've got silver and bronze medals and stuff like that. It's nice so. to see that those beer, those breweries are still thriving, right? With all the hype and the Instagram, you know, yeah. huge breweries that are, they're doing all this crazy stuff with all the beers, you know, the, the what's the new, what's the new fad or whatever, not to, not to knock any of those beers. Cause I, I love a hazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went I to, do too. I went down to San Diego last week and, and majority of the beers I was looking for were hazy. And again, I, like I said, I am not crapping on that style mm-hmm. of beer. Yeah. I'm no, not they're, they're no, shitting on those not. people that brew those it's beers just, or anything like that, but, but that's the beauty of, of craft beer is, is you don't have to like it, yeah. but I might love it. But right? we also, the, the, the thing with commercial brewing that's different from, from craft brewing that, that I had to look at when we were making these beers and we we're picking sort of what was going to be on our lineup and, and making the switch was that, like, yeah, I don't like hazies and I don't, I don't brew hazies. Mm-hmm. Um, like I didn't brew IPAs until two years ago. You know what I mean? I've been brewing since I was 19 years old. So it's been 16 years that I've been brewing mm-hmm. and I brewed English and German beers. I didn't brew IPAs. The first IPA that I actually brewed was because my 
And my mom and dad have uh, stone fruit trees and they've got like a million pounds of freaking apricots that are just going to rot on the ground if I don't do something with it. And so I brewed an apricot white IPA. I literally had to call the uh, one of my friends from high school uh, who's her, her husband is the president of the Thousand Oaks Homebrewers Association. And I had to call her and like play telephone and talk to him about like, hey, I'm brewing this apricot white IPA like – what do you think are good? I'm leaning towards like Amarillo and Centennial. Like, what do you think are good hops? And he's like, no, yeah, you should do that. You do this, blah, blah, blah. Like give me pointers, you know, like I said, like two, three years ago or whatever on how to brew a good IPA or a good hoppy beer and what I should be looking for and doing and stuff because I, I didn't do it. But when you open a brewery in, in Bakersfield, California, like you, if you're brewing a bitter, you better have a bitter that you can, and that's going to be your standard beer. People better be able to drink it when it's 110 degrees outside. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're brewing, uh, you know, your, your Kolsch and stuff like that. Like it's got to be like, I can adhere to the style, but it's people want to buy. I got to have people want to buy it. Our, our red, the same thing. Like there's a reason why you don't see a lot of reds here in Bakersfield on tap because Reds in the, in America tend to be maltier or hoppier, you know, whatever it is. And they just don't do well because especially here in Bakersfield, because you can drink it for like, like three minutes and then it's too hot. You know, like our red, like Irish reds, Irish reds are just English pails that are, that have some roasted malt into them. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're light, they're crisp, they're super, you know, clean and drinkable and easy, you know, whatever. And so I said, you know, if we're going to do a red, we're going to do a red that everybody can drink. And then we're going to throw some like cool shit into it. Like we're going to do like rye and maple syrup and stuff like that. And so that changes that whole thing up and gives a little bit more what people are looking for, but also still retains that, like that drinkability, that flavor and that traditional style. Because I, dude, I was, there's a, it's called the Southern and it's like a craft beer bar, um, off of, uh, like Nicholson street in Edinburgh. And we used to go there all the time and they, they have a friggin' great red that they've always got on tap and it's a Irish red. It's a, or a British red or whatever it is. And it's, uh, and, and they do it's, that's way hoppy or, you know, they'll do stuff where it's, you know, like again, maple syrup or whatever it is. So they don't have a problem with doing that stuff. Um, it's just like, if you're going to call it something, it's, it's, you should be. It should be the style. You should be the style. Do you put doing. syrup in your red? Yeah, it's right there. Irish red. Yeah, so it's a. It's, oh yeah, it's, right. a, it's an Irish read, red. Sign. And I well, I saw all That's the right. maple syrup out, out back last time I was here when Bailey took me back. Yeah, there. The, the Costco, freaking, the Costco maple my, syrup. My wife actually it's loves this good, beer, dude. My it's, wife. It's, every time honestly, we talk, every time I talk about Crusader, if I'm talking to somebody, you know, about That's uh, good. Yeah. the brewery, the first thing she says is, "You got to get." You know, she doesn't know the name of it. You got to get the maple syrup beer. Yeah, you know which. You, it's not like a stout with maple syrup. It's not like that. No, yeah. maple no syrup. not it's, at all. It's almost hidden, right? It's there. Yeah, you, you can barely. Yeah. It's, so we use we use the maple syrup. It's as super a, light. Yeah. It's not like you because th- usually when you think about a maple syrup, you know, like a stout or whatever, it's going to be a little heavier beer. Yeah. This is super drinkable, super light. <clears throat> and and crisp. and the reality is, if you're if you're which what we do, like if you ferment maple syrup, it's 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 all sugar. It's yeah. gonna, the yeast is gonna like eat through everything, and there's mm-hmm. only a few compounds that are gonna be left behind other than like the alcohol and stuff like that. So, anytime you put any kind of a sugar into a beer, the yeast is gonna ferment it all out, and right. it's, you're not gonna be left with anything except for alcohol, which is why, like, a lot of hazies, uh, a lot of IPAs, like Pliny, you know, Pliny, they put uh, dextrose into Pliny in the fermentation process because they want to make a beer that is higher alcohol. They can have more hops in it. Um, they can do all that kind of stuff like that, but it's still drinkable. And when you put it, put a sort like a sugar like that in the yeast ferments it out. And then all you're left with is the alcohol pretty much. And it thins it out, thins yeah. the body out and everything like that. So when That's you put cool. maple syrup in, in something, you ferment it, 
that a lot of those compounds go away. The only thing you're left with, it's not even like a maple syrup flavor. Like when I drink it, I get a, like a little bit of residual sweetness and I get like a sort of almost like a maple wood flavor. Does it do anything to the color at all? It does. Yeah. So like the first, the first round that we brewed, um, when we switched from homebrew to the system, that was literally the first batch of beer we brewed. We went from faucet to crisp, uh, malt and faucets, uh, 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 roasted malt is like 500 SRM. Crisps is like 650. Jeez. And I didn't realize that. Uh, so I used the, the darkness proportionally. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, SRM is, is, uh, I don't know what the, the actual. Oh, we talked about that it. last time because yeah. you, we did the SRM scale for your, uh, your, your friend you met in the elevator in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it, was, it was on the, it was on the top end of the scale. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, but I mean, 600 or 500 to 650, you're it. looking at like, you know, a third more, I mean, what's, a third darker. Just to give him a perspective, what's two row? Like two row is like like 2.5. Yeah, it's like, no, it's oh, not Pilsner's wow. 2.5. It's like clear. Two, two rows, like wow. three, 3.5 or something like so that. The so dark, the higher the number, the darker right. the, it's gonna, the result. So it was a much darker. <laughs> so, and then, yeah, and then also yeah. we switched <laughs> from like cheap, like cheap maple syrup to we did like this, this like grade double A or grade A dark organic. That's exactly maple what Joey did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. And it freaking, it darkened. How do you know? How do you know it was exactly? You were, were you there? <laughs> no. Maybe. Okay. It feels that's, like, how, that's how drunk you were. Feels like it. we've talked about it enough. <laughs> so the first, the first batch we had, the flavor was really good, but it yeah. was, it was, it was too dark. Yeah. It was and like it, a, it a little bit more roast. Now it's right on, it's right on. Yeah. So when you say it's too dark, was it, was there no red there? I mean, did it have the red? No, it was red. It just, it was, especially when you poured it in like a, you know, 20 ounce glass, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty dark. People had, we had a tough time. People had a tough time just did like distinctly. They get a flight. They mm-hmm. couldn't tell the difference between the, like the red and the brown. Right. Especially okay, yeah. because before now the brown's on, on nitro. So we had the brown. It was just carbonated. So when you pour it, like the only thing, the only difference was like literally I could look at it and the, and the head on the brown was a little bit browner, mm-hmm. uh, than, than on the, on the red. And so I was like, okay, well, that's the brown. And then also I, you tell people like, Hey, like smell the beers. If it uh, smells like chocolate milk, that's the brown, that's the porter. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, gotcha. you're drinking the brown. But. Earlier, you mentioned the uh, Growler Club. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so it's, the it, end of it's it, not right? even. It's not even. Yeah, we're almost done. We've got like I don't know, ten, ten spots left or something like that. But it's not even. It's morphed not even into like a Growler Club. It's a. It's just a drinking club. Like we're gonna. <clears throat> so it. it that could uh, be dangerous for yeah. Joey. <laughs> so we do. We do Crowlers for everybody. Anybody can come in uh, as long as it's not a specialty or small batch beer. Um, like our our Belgian that we're gonna do. Because it's got so much grain in it, like you can't fit as much into the deal, so it's a smaller yield. Okay. Um, and especially when we if we you know we age it in our our um, Tobin Tobin James, I'm gonna plug there for Tobin James. Tobin, Tobin, James, Tobin James Infidel barrels that we got. Um, That's we're, a party. Yeah, we're That's we're not going to be able to have a lot of that, so we're not going to do crowler fills for the general public on that. Um, the only way that you're going to get a growler, be able to bring a growler in and fill it, is if you're in the club. Oh, okay. Um, so you'll have. The two, you have like two drinking vessels. You have your growler that you get to take beer home in, uh, which is a 64 ounce stainless steel vacuum, vacuum sealed growler with our awesome ass logo on it. It looks freaking so cool. It is bad. It is a nice growler. So, um, we've got that. And then, uh, and then you also get a, we get a stein. It's a half liter stein that will be, uh, you'll be able to pick a color, uh, but it'll have our club logo on it. Nice. Um, we'll keep it here. It'll be engraved with your name. Oh, and, that's sick. And when I say name, I mean like whatever you like. If you want to be like Lord, you know, fancy pants, the, you know, 18, donkey like Donkey Dong or 16 or something John like Amy that. What call you? John Amy? Yeah. Oh, we, no, we're actually yeah. uh, Lord and Lady. 
Um, so my buddy from Liverpool actually did that for, as a gift for us that he was able to put it through and we actually are Lord He's Lady. He's the Lord and you're the lady? No, I'm, I'm Lord Wendy's lady. <laughs> oh, oh, I, oh, I thought but, you were talking but about him. Find out, this is, him. We get a map of the area and it's, it's literally like neat. a, it's a 10 foot by 10 foot section of ground. That, <laughs> that, that, but it's like you, we still qualify to have the, it's, it's pretty cool, you know, so. By the way, John, if you're still listening, I'm still jealous about that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't if think you want to be like Sir Cherry Tits the Third or something like that, I'll engrave that on your <laughs> lady, lady sugar tits. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll get that I'll engraved on your love. mug, like you know, whatever. It'll be on you. It'll be on your mug, and that'll be your so like your title the or whatever. You know? So we, yeah, we'll put uh, we'll have a, a big shelf that runs from the like ones like on long one side all the way along, um, and we'll have the the mugs or the steins will be and there. Those will be two separate deals you can be part of. No, no, they're all included all, in the same included. club. Yeah, you'll get oh, that. So you come here and just grab your stein off the wall, and you yep. can drink out drink of that. Drink out of that, right and stuff. So you get a couple extra ounces. You have to wash um, it yourself. Do you have no, to leave we'll, it here though? When we'll you leave? wash it. You can you you leave it here, and we'll put it up on the wall. Um, and then we're just talking um, about Kenny's. He has to wash it himself. Yeah, Kenny, we'll make Kenny wash it himself in the yeah. toilet. In the toilet. In the toilet. It's all right. It's we've got the blue ring around it. We've got we we got blue sanitizer in the toilet. When he makes me wash my socks. So, so there's, there's, there's that. You get a, you get a a club t-shirt. Um, and then, uh, there's a bunch of other stuff. Like for every five, uh, growler fills, you get a fifth or a sixth one on the house. So we'll, we'll fill it up for you. That's like a punch card. So every time you fill it up, you get five of them, you get a sixth one on us. You guys Um, may be starting something new because none of the other guys around here do that. Everybody's got their own, like Lengthwise, uh, uh, Tembler's got their own thing. Dio's got the Olympus Society. Um, and they're doing more bottle shipments and stuff, which fits more with their style of beer for us. With the reason we're doing that is because we want people to, to come in. We want right. people to come in and drink beer right. here or, or take a big chunk of beer home and hang right. out with their friends and, and drink it, it together, you know? Um, we also do like, we'll do like membership, like, uh, uh, beer release stuff where like, uh, whatever beer our, our, you know, uh, war is hellas, our, our hellas bock. Like we're, Hey guys, we're going to be releasing this beer, uh, to the general public on this date. Come in the Saturday before and, uh, we'll, like we'll pull you pint, we'll pull you steins right off the right. fermenter, you know. That's so we'll just drink awesome. them out of the bag. And eventually, what we'll do is we'll we're gonna we're gonna get some uh, like beechwood barrels and stuff for like oh, our wow. German beers, and we'll do cask stuff for our English beers. And we'll pull we'll pull off a chunk that'll be reserved just for our club members, and we'll freaking stash it in there. We'll wheel them out and do like Keller Keller wise Keller Keller beers, you know, stuff like that. We're actually just we're serving the beer right from the beechwood cask and stuff. So you'll just wow. we'll, so we'll, how we'll, many we'll, we'll, we'll close the we'll We'll, we'll close the door to the to the, the the brewery warehouse area. Roll the back, have food back there. Everybody else, general public, have to stay in the tap room. But our 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 members will be able to go out in the back and just drink their beer right out of the. That's dope. The, yeah, the, that's dope. So I like so. that. I like to be part of that. Cool. How many more uh, positions do you have for that? I think we have like. T- and I think, and then we're yeah, done. See, you got a problem because now that this is going to go out in IPA today, and the, all five of the people listen to it dude, are going to freaking kick our door. Exactly. He listens. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> I, hope, I hope that door doesn't get banged so up. That's actually four because he's the four fifth yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> I'm, this is probably going to go so out this one, weekend. Two, three. So there's one more out. There's there. only yeah, one at least more spot. There's somebody else that listens to it. John. Frank. John. Frank, 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 John Aggie. Yeah. John probably. But I don't know. No, that's not true. John doesn't listen to it. He just comes on. He doesn't. He's not the one he's on. Yeah. <laughs> just the ones he's, he's not on. Big, yeah. he, he likes did, to hear his own voice. But I'm, so, I'm using him as the intro, so he, he's this is a special one for him. So also do like uh, any ticketed events that we do here. We'll uh, like we're going to do a halfway to St. Patrick's Day this year. So we'll probably oh, do cool. like a, oh, like a dry Irish style. That's a great idea. So September seventeenth ish, you know, whatever. So we'll do halfway to St. Pat's, and we'll do we'll have a whiskey galore. Has already said that they want to be here for that. Oh, they're so uh, my fun. actually my. Uh, 
I don't know if you've been, if you've been to the, like the Scottish games and stuff. My, my wife's brother is the lead guitarist for, um, Bog Iron, which is a, uh, like a Celtic rock band oh, out cool. of yeah. uh, Monterey. So they're going to come down, um, for that. And then we'll have, uh, whiskey galore actually, uh, in maybe next month, month after so May or June, the second Thursday of every month, um, Renwood sessions, uh, sorry, not Redwood sessions, um, uh, Banshee in the kitchen. Um, they're going to come down and we're going to set them up with some beer and some tables and they're going to do like an Irish session, like oh, a, like cool, a dude. Irish, like traditional oh, cool. Irish yeah, music, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is something again that I miss a lot of, from being in, in Scotland, UK, you mm-hmm. know, and going to Ireland and stuff. Yeah. Like, well, pretty- you can go into pubs and they'll have like fiddle players and stuff and everybody's singing, you know, Irish drinking songs and the, the fiddle, you know, they're playing traditional music and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that every second Thursday, um, of the month. Um, so there's all kinds of like, they'll, we'll start doing ticketed events that, that we'll do like the halfway to St. Patrick's Day that'll include, you know, dinner and, and live music and the whole nine yards. Um, and our club members will get first crack at that. So we'll put it out to our club members. They'll be not, able to buy it. That's Very not cool. a steep price. For, I mean, that's an annual. No, and it's, it, it, go, it goes up. Is, it, it's going to go up off. after the first, the first year. If we add anybody else to it, cause I think we're only do, we're cutting it off at like 50 people the first year. Yeah. Um, if it goes, if we add anybody else the next year, um, it's going to end up going up. Cause actually for us, the, the cost of the, all, like all the swag and stuff yeah. like that is almost the amount of the club. Like okay. We just, that's, we're just I mean, sort that's, of, that's relatively super yeah, cheap. We're just doing like an exchange because we need a, we want to get a 15 barrel fermenter. Right. Um, uh, the most of the, like the canning bottling services won't even come in here for less than 18, 15, oh. 18 barrels. Oh, so if we can do 15 barrels of something, we can start canning that and sending God, it out to like yeah. Sully's and the different places around town. Good, so, good. um, we want to be able to do that. If I can, if I can brew 15 barrels of beer at one go, um, of like our ales and stuff like that, that lets me free up one of the, the smaller fermenters to yeah, do, start doing loggers and stuff and sure. not worry about tying that up opens, for a long period of time. Yeah. Some more. distribution and getting mm-hmm. out there and stuff. So that's cool. You know, so, so get your, get your shit together and get over here. And well, I mean, some. that's, and that's why we want to take care of such good, such good care of our members yeah. because they're, they're like, we're putting all that money back. So Chris is smart. He's given us a couple of beers here free and, and, uh, he's getting us a little lubed up. So <laughs> I'm going to take your money later. Joey and I would probably be buying one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joey's like, he thought about it real hard. And then, I mean, and we also, you also I'm, get, I'm, obviously you get 10% off all the I'm, I'm, emails, so. No, I'm really going to, I'm going to sign up. Joey's just trying to calculate how he's many. He's just saying that oh, shit on the, on the microphone. No, no. I, he, he's trying to calculate how many, oh, oh honeys he can't make this month. <laughs> <laughs> the trade off. The trade off. Well, I'll do my the brother. math. I suck at math, but I'll do for a good my, one. Is that right yeah, now? Uh, like, 45 uh, bucks plus $20. How much tip? What's, what's 200? 200 divided by 12. It, for for the low, low price of 1666 per month, you can be a member of the. Uh, <laughs> how many, how many, how many RNTs is that? RNTs? Well, then, well that's. It's at least two. It is two because the, the last R&T with the $40 Three tip. Three if you go to the ones what? that are further why, out. Why would, you, why would you give a $40 tip? Oh, yeah. Why would you give a $40 tip? I just, I just I don't give them any more money than they just need. The, just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> I don't, I don't no, give he, he gave them more than that. I don't give them any more money than they need. <laughs> so my brother, you know, he, he works very close to this place. I think he, when we to first, we, this place? Oh, yeah. He's no, like, literally like across the canal. Yeah. yeah. He, oh, he, okay. he's, he's actually my ride home. He's going to be over here in a minute. Um. He, uh, he, when we first came over here, when they first opened, uh, we, we hung out with Chris for a long time. He was taught before they even had the, the, gra- yeah. the growler club, he was talking about like their plan. And, and Jeff was like, Oh yeah, I'm doing it. And I kind of think he hasn't done it yet. And I think he's kind of like, I better not. You know what I mean? Like I'm too close. I can get too many growler fills. And you know what I mean? I, I, I think it's like a danger, a danger for him. Woo. 
Well, we're, we're going to do it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I want to. Look at the head on I'm that. I'm going to do it. Not, I'll leave soon. I'm going to do it soon. Is the head for Joey? It does kind of, it does kind of force you to, to come in and, and drink a little mm-hmm. bit, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and, and what, what's, with, what's also dangerous, I mean, we, you know, you look at, at Chris's back right now, the Bakersfield Brewery District. It's a little dangerous. If for us, I mean, we all live in the kind of north, northwest area. It's definitely, of town. A, it's definitely an Uber. It well, doesn't Uber make day. sense. It doesn't make sense to come here and go to one brewery. Make it a, make it an event. Yeah, right? there's too many opportunities. So right. if you're gonna go one, you might as well go to two. And if you're gonna go two, you might as well go three. You gotta hit them all. Oh, and now it's dinner time, so I might as well go. You know, so yeah. I might as well go hit one of the. Oh, look at that. So I don't. How long have you had that on nitro? Uh, I don't think I've had it on nitro which yet. Because we ran it, we freaking had a leak in our PR. Oh <laughs> no. Blew through an entire you know deal of nitro, so we had it on for a week, and then it was off for two, and then yeah, we had it. Oh, okay, so oh, I don't yeah, I don't think I've had it on nitro yet. It's, so it's so good. What is what it on nitro? The brown. That's the brown. The brown. Yeah. Oh, so the brown bites just on CO two is delicious. That's their brown porter. Four and a half. Four and a half percent for brown porter. I mean, we, dude, we, you can sit there and drink that all yeah. day. Yeah. No kidding. I mean. Oh, oh yeah, just brings right to the top. Brown pride all day. But once you go brown, you don't. <laughs> you don't go no, down. Yeah. Oh no, Vane Brown turned it down. <laughs> there you go. Well, thank you, sir. Now oh, look at the head on that, dude. Yeah, I gotta get a picture amazing. of that. That's... Yeah. You didn't see when he was pouring it. I'm gonna get Kenny in the background. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and Joey's Joey's middle finger. Middle yeah. finger. <laughs> Yeah, that that looks great. That's uh, amazing. So it's, I mean, that's that's another thing. Like, so we're, you know, our nitro beers, our, our porter. I tell people, like, oh wow, it's a good <laughs> half, right? Half I love is, the half. It's fucking dude. I definitely gonna have to take this one back <laughs> back yeah. east. Yeah, it's, so I, do you I think you'll do it more? That, that's daily bread's on the menu. Oh, it's on, it's on the menu. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm just for my own personal thing. So what we're, we've actually got a, our, our Dunkelweizen, which is the sort of like night and oh, day God. versions of the freaking oh, yeah. of the the half. Um, so we have up. our Dunkelweizen is, is, is a, it's a, it's a Hefeweiss beer, but it's got, um, like caramel malts and stuff like that. And so it's a little bit, a little bit darker, um, a little bit more malty. You sort of, like I said, caramel flavors mm-hmm. mixed in with that clove and banana and everything. So our plan is Hef's, Hef's great, but it's a little, it's, it's the simplicity makes it awesome to drink during the spring and right. summer when it's hot outside. It's not as fun to drink in the winter when it's cold. Because it's not as complex and exactly. it's not as rich. Yes. So our plan is to do, uh, like again, so between like maybe like end of October, November, and then like April, we'll have the Dunkelweizen on tap. Okay. Um, which is the, again, the darker version of the, of the half. And then we'll switch to the half in the spring mm. and summer. Oh, right on. Um, so we have that beer because I wanted to be able to get it out there before it gets too hot. Right. Okay. And, and again, even saying that it's, it's still a super drinkable beer. It's right. really, really good. Bailey likes it more because there's a little more going on to balance out that banana flavor. Um, but <laughs> he just really is. A, he does not like bananas, yeah. dude. Like it's not at idea. all. Like not at all. So that we'll, we'll have that out probably, uh, maybe maybe next week. I think is when when we'll, it'll end up being uh, carved and and we'll tap that. So um, it's been kind of laying down and lagering for the last uh, two weeks. So it'll be ready. It'll be ready to serve Ooh. next week. Next week. So when is your? Do you have a schedule? Like when do you brew? What days do you brew? Or do you just do it as needed? It's a, it's kind of as needed right now. Um, we have three fermenters. Um, it takes average of let's just say fourteen days, so two weeks to get uh, a beer made. So you know we'll brew maybe two batches one week, and then we'll brew another batch the next week. 
Um, and then we just, I mean, really, because everything's going through the tap room, it just depends on what our consumption is here. So gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You don't want stuff sitting on too too long. And turning yeah. Into- some of some of it, like again, like I mean, within reason, like the Kolsch, you know, it's not going to last for a year or something like that because it's pretty delicate beer. But right. you know, we start like our check pills or something like that. Well, that that'll that'll lager for a while. Um, that'll benefit from that. Um, most of our beers will benefit from age. Like they're going to probably be better at the end of the, the batch than they are even at the beginning. At the beginning. Um, uh, just cause the, that's the styles of beer that we do. Um, you know, again, we just, we really want to focus on making sure that if we're going to do something, we're going to do it right front to back. Um, so, you know, hazies, those kinds of beers that are super heavily dry hops and stuff like that. Um, they're a little more unstable. Um, you have to drink them quickly, more yeah, quickly. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, but our, like our West Coast IPA is, it's pretty stable. Our Teutonic, we, I brewed that. That was tapped, uh, and ready to go like the week after this, the second week we were open. Um, and it's the same batch because it's a one off. It was just something mm-hmm. I've just brewed for the hell of it. You know, like I was talking to my brother who's in Germany. And, Guys, you know, I, I haven't been here since it. it's been a month since I've been here and it's, it's still good. You showed up for the, uh, news. Yeah, I was here. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was telling everybody, I was like, yeah, you guys showed up and didn't even fucking invite. I was like, man, that Bunch freaking weird news, news is here. We're going to get freaking, uh, we're going to get more traffic and stuff. And, yeah, then and people then were Kenny like, fucking Kenny, shot. like, oh, God. Dude, no, we, we, uh, <laughs> yeah, Kenny fucked it <laughs> up. Dog shit in this freaking ba- Bailey takes me out back and are... Bailey's showing me the brew house and explaining to me the equipment. And... Bailey, Bailey took me out back too. That's why we own a, we own a, <laughs> open a brew house. And then the next thing I know, there's. Well done. Well done. <laughs> and then the next thing I know, he's, there's the film crews here. I'm like, what? Come here, boy. He's got yeah. a secret elevator? <laughs> yeah. Oh. You got a pretty mouth. Where you, at? Where, you at? Where you at on that dark scale? <laughs> so, so speaking of Bailey, he'll appreciate this. I've got a buddy, believe it or not. Willie? He, he will. I, I doubt it. No, he's going to appreciate it. Probably this. not. I've got a buddy who's a OBGYN. And, um, so there Bailey is with, a stir- with the legs in the stirrups. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. no. He's just going to appreciate this oh, okay. story. So this lady comes in to see my buddy and she said that she's been getting these postage stamps coming out of her vagina. And he's like, what the no, fuck? right? Hey, see, How bizarre. Exactly. So he's like, well, let me have a look. And so he puts in the stirrups and he looks and he starts laughing. He's like, those aren't postage stamps. The banana stickers. <laughs> they're from Costa Rica. <laughs> Did I forget about the Costa Rica part? <laughs> oh my God. You should have left the Costa Rica out. Yeah. yeah. Postage stamps in Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, banana stick. Oh, oh, I saw oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Potassium. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Can you get potassium by uh, what's it, osmosis or whatever you call it? Yeah, she, yeah if you know that chick. <laughs> <laughs> there had to be osmosis. So the other I thing. I still got to pay for that Snapchat premiere. <laughs> <laughs> Pumped a port. Joey, oh, my about, God. that's the only that, Joey says no to marriage except for pumped a port. That's the yeah. one chick he'd marry. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd marry her. No. <laughs> she, yeah, you'd have to, she'd be begging you. You'd be like, no. I said, no, I'm not marrying yeah, you. No, yeah. no. But no. it's, yeah, so we were here and, uh, the, the guy shows up and he's back there with Bailey doing an interview. And so I come in here and hanging out with you and Tanya. And, and then, um, he doesn't mention his one. And Wendy, right? We're all here, right? So I go into the bathroom and I come out, and the guys right here where we are set up with yeah. the camera aiming right at the table that we just happen to pick, right? Right. So I see this news thing on Facebook. I'm like, 
Oh, that's where... we, we, you probably got it like I did. Everybody's sporting it too because yes. they saw you in it, right? Right. So I'm looking, I'm like, hey, where am I at? And I'm like, oh yeah, that's when I was in the bathroom. And I come walking out and, and it's all this perception thing. You know, I got this perception that I walk pretty normal, but mm-hmm. I see myself on camera and I'm like, holy shit, I look like I have CP. I mean, what the <laughs> fuck? Cause you know, my paralysis, but I'm like, do I really walk that bad? God damn. Oh, I'm get some beer. And then I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm a fat motherfucker, right? And then these guys yeah. are like, well, you know, the camera adds 50 pounds. I'm like, well, goddamn, how many cameras were on me? <laughs> Shit, just the one. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was horrible. So what do you think about the brown? You like it? Uh, amazing. It's, it's almost like, I mean, it's got flavor, obviously, but it's just, it's so smooth with the, with the, uh, nitro. Like, I really enjoy it. Well, you know, we were, Joe and I were talking about the nitro yesterday. Yeah. And really, to be honest with you, me and Joey, neither one of us are really big fans of nitro. But this this works. Yeah. But I am a I am a big fan of the Browns, the Breads and the Browns. You know, mm-hmm. Dude, this is I, those are my favorite. Amazing. It's right. almost like the stouts, the, the nitro. And I'm, trying to, and I'm trying to remember what it was on CO2, how it was because it, well, I got it's, it. It's totally different, right? I still got it. Yeah, we do it for the growlers because nitro doesn't hold up unless you actually have right. Like, you can it in a pressurized environment. It doesn't. Yeah, it's hold it's, up, uh, so. it's a, I think it's almost like a different beer. This this nitro though, um, it it doesn't. I don't know. There's some things that put me off with the nitros, but this Can one right I get here, brown. This Sorry. is just uh, the way the way I'm it's. It. It's kind of just creamy, it's man. It's this creamy. half, dude. This half is. Oh. We, we, we warn people it takes like freaking two minutes to pour it brown. This half again, is fucking awesome. Way, right I love the half. The half is really good. Oh, you gotta let it sit. Yeah, he's kind of like Chris is like a. Like you see somebody that knows what they're doing with a um, with Guinness. Well, look at look right? at the pour. I mean, right. he's, he's, he's got a, he, he, and he's resting it. Yeah, kind of. And let then it he'll finish off. it off. It is. It kind of looks like somebody from a real a real yeah, place doing a Guinness. It's, uh, it's 119 seconds it takes to pour yep. one of their beers. You know what I mean? I, I went to the I went to the class in Vegas. Jeez, at the Guinness Tap Room. I went to Joey, the- 119 seconds. That's a that's a trip to <laughs> Honey's. That's like that's four, like forty dollar <laughs> tip range. That's. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many hun daddies I've dropped in 119 seconds? Hun <laughs> daddies. <laughs> no, I never pay that much. Well, you did the last time because of the tip, right? No. No. <laughs> it was like dead silence waiting. No. No. That's so amazing. The the nitro. I guess the flavor is not that different. I mean, it's definitely oh, different. It's different. Um, the nitro kind of co- coats your tongue in the nitro. Yeah. For me, and well, then and that's one. Of the, and it kind of lingers the flavor. One of the things, like, uh, so eventually, I'd like to get a cask system in here and be able to do cask ales. Um, oh no shit! Yeah, which is what nitro kind of uh, uh, mimics. You know okay. what I mean? It's it's a it, it mimics that cask system, but there's still something about being able to do a cask and the variety that it lets you do or lets you you know kind of experiment with. I just spit, um, Kenny. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I was already committed. I had to do it. <laughs> that's one of the things, again, like my nostalgia oh, for the Oh, shit. For the Look UK. at the door. Lock the door. Lock the door. Oh, shit. Oh, it is locked, actually, so he can't get in. It's Joey's mini-me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He just showed up out of nowhere. Look, he had to flex. He had to flex to get Chris to open the door. So we're sitting. We're actually oh, sitting in the tap room. And uh, way before. Way before. Sean, how do you spell Guinness? G-U-I-N. ESS, I believe. Yeah. Way before uh, Crusader opens. And then as we're sitting here, 
This little short dude walks up and flexes in front of the glass. Yeah. Chris ran over open the door. Well, no, no, four days a week is fine. Yeah, you know, five days a week. It's, they, they, it's you know, Mr. it's too much. It's Mr. Poncho the Mex. Poncho the Mex. You know what's funny, Sean? I'm looking between. See, so you look at Chris with his haircut and his his beard. You look at Joey with his haircut and his beard, and you look at Frank in the middle, and it's almost like how you, if you were to if you were to if you, if you, just keep drinking for the next uh, twenty years, and you end up like if you took a picture of Chris, picture of Joey, and you mixed them together, you'd get Frank. You're just jealous because you can grow any go, hair go, and go you drink, only have one nut. Go drink a lot on a beach. If, if I went and drank a lot on a beach in Mexico for the, like the next freaking fifteen years, I'd look like John and Frank and, 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 and Joey. Yeah. You know what? That's right. Poncho's beard is a lot nicer. That is very nice. I, he, he pays for that shit. You trim I mean, that up, though. Treat yourself. <laughs> did you trim that up, Frank? That looks a little... Uh, the shit out of yourself. It looks a little groomed. <laughs> I did. I started grooming it now. Who does? It's good. Do you groom it? Yeah. Frank. You did? I learned how to use a uh, blow dryer. Uh-oh, here comes another trouble right there. Oh, shit. Frank, do you, need a, be- do you need a beer? I did go away. Frank, do you need a beer? Yes, please. So, go get, go get it yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's so... So now Sean's brother just showed up. So talking about lookalikes. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No, everyone's, everyone's telling me to get one of those. Oh, this is a horrible podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're going to edit Christ. this shit out. No, do not. <laughs> this just sounds like uh, everybody's at a party. Yeah. Which is kind of how these podcasts go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we do have wood-fired pizza and wings tonight, so... Uh, mm. That's what she said. We had blue fired wings and pizza, is what he said. He said wood fired. <laughs> you just got wood. Sean, I can I cannot get over this half. No, I love the half. I cannot get I, I haven't had a half in half. Get the half. Yeah. I, I have not had a half in years. Right. Honestly. And Man. No, it's it's delicious. Thing. I'm with you. I'm, I'm amazing. I, I don't drink Hevis really anymore, and I don't yeah. know why. I just don't. Me neither. But every time I drink, I'm like, I'll tell you why. Because really you can't get a good one. You can't go to the grocery store and get yes, a good half. You're you can't. Right. I love. So um, to me, the, the closest thing to a half for at lengthwise is the um, Harvest Moon wheat. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you get the banana and the clove out of that. Yes. And I want to hear Chris's take on this. Is the old like the original lengthwise Harvest Moon wheat was. To me, delicious. You get a lot of the banana and clove out of it. And my, and you were talking earlier about banana and too much banana, and that might be there. But to me, that was like that was perfect for me. I, I love that beer even today. And then they kind of it seemed like the, the recipe changed for me. And then now it's back. Last couple times I've been there that I had it, and and that's. But you can't get that. You can't go to the grocery store and get no, that. No, hell no, you can't. You can't. It, no. It's, yeah, it's so that's just, probably that's a good why point. You no, you bring up a good point. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it. I shouldn't say it's garbage. It's enough. It's enough to pull you in. Say, oh yeah, you know, fucking half mm-hmm. half beers. It, it is a half. Yeah, you know, but and 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 it stops like quickly. Right. That's got a lot going there. on, right? Yes. Well, well I like I, about it because that one like pyramid I always found too sweet. Like after the yeah, after yeah, the second yeah. one, you're like, oh, I'm done. Now, I wonder if that's something yeah. to do with the, well py- pyramid. Uh, so. There's, there's kind of the Germans, it's like, it's, there's a scale kind of thing. So like the, the, with these beers, the, like the more alcohol you have, like the, the, obviously the more grain you've got in it. So the more stuff you've got going on. So they, they tend, the closer you get to the edge of the range, like five and a half percent, something like that for like half a Wizen, the lighter the body tends to be. So they want it to be down at like, you know, 10, 10 or something like that for finished gravity or final gravity. Because it, it lightens the body out. So you've got more sweetness going in, more like dextrins, more, more body just from the, all the malt. And so they want to tone that down. So they'll, they'll, 
they'll mash it at a lower temperature, which lightens it out. And then you have the opposite end of the scale where you have like beers that are at the four point two four and a half percent, um, and they tend to want those beers to be um, like fuller bodied because there is less going on. You know what I mean? They've got less of that stuff that's left over after the fermentation. So it would just be, it'd be too thin. So it's, it's again, and you can go places, you know, certain breweries and you're like, man, this beer tastes watery. Like what is it about this beer that tastes watery? Why does this beer taste watery? Well, there's some things going on. And almost over carbonated too. Yeah. So the, well, carbonation is going to, is going to thin that out a little little Mm -hmm. bit and change the flavor. You're, um, you know, if you have a beer that's, that's a fairly clean, uh, simple malt, you know, bill, um, like lighter grains and stuff like that. You're, you're, if you ferment it at too low of an alcohol, like you go to like too low of a temperature uh, for your mash and it ferments out too, too cleanly, you're not going to be left with anything. It's mm-hmm. just going to be like water. Like that's, that's uh, like the brute, yeah, yeah, like yeah, brute yeah. IPAs. You know what I mean? Like that's what they're, that's what you're doing. You're reducing all of the sugar, no sugar left to, and fermenting it out. So you have no body in that beer. It's just alcohol liquid like water or whatever and and hops you know what i mean so you'll you'll be able to experience that like our with our half what i tried to do is have something that was that that had the a little bit higher of an alcohol content than a lot of halves like think wine siphon or something like 4.8 or something like that and this is 5.2 um but it's got that like rich like body and flavor that's given by the the you know the malts we put into it but we've we've managed to keep some of that drink, keep that drinkability. You know what I mean? Sure. So Still it's crisp and light, super but. crisp, light, but it's also got like that rich, yep. good feel yeah. to mm-hmm. it and everything like that. So and it's almost got a citrusy flavor to it. Yeah, it's got. I say like lemon, like yeah. lemon peel, yeah, which again, like that's something that, that 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 you miss. Like I, you know, people in wheat beers and stuff in, in the U.S., people throw like a slice of lemon or orange or something like that. Like they don't do that in, in Germany, and there's a reason for it because if you if you do that, you don't get that lemon that's already present you don't get the banana because there are a bunch of subtle flavors that are playing around and and the mistakes that a lot of american brewers make is that they're like oh banana and they go like it's like a banana rama you know what i mean like it's all it's all <laughs> add, bananas. Add some bananas yeah you know what i mean like they ferment it with bananas you know like same thing with like belgian wits like they're like oh put some you know like like orange pea orange zest and mm-hmm. and coriander and you know whatever and it's like that stuff's already there you know like you're, yeah. you're brewing a belgian quad and you're putting raisins in it like cool like Honestly, don't get me wrong. Like Judgment Day, a Lost Abbey Judgment Day is one of my favorite beers. But at the same time, like if you're if you don't necessarily need that raisin, if you're putting the raisin in for a certain like for a certain reason, there's a there's a justification behind it. That's great. But you you can get that raisin and dark fruit flavor in a beer with the malt and the way you're fermenting it and the yeast mm-hmm. you're using and everything like that. So you you know you've talked quite a bit because you spent a lot of time you know overseas and trying beers. Experiment. If my friends in Scotland heard you describe what I did over there as trying, they would. I'm trying to give it a bit of a doubt. Yeah, no, I was. Try beers in college. There's right? some places, yeah. there's some things I tried in college. Uh, whoa, whoa. You know. There's things? <laughs> things you tried in college? Things anyway. I tried in college, yeah. Anyway, uh, I was trying to give it a bit of a research. With Joey tried some sheep in the 4 H club. Anyway. Hey, that was one fucking time. And it was, I was, it was a long, that was a long backpacking trip. And I was drunk. It was, and I was well. I mean, I was drunk ninety percent of the time too. that I and was she, there. Dude. But you, she had first. So it was, <laughs> I worked. I worked. I brewed it with BJ's uh, the like year and a half before I went to grad school, and I drank more in Scotland than I ever did as a brewer. Oh, wow. I probably probably even even now, like I probably drank more in Scotland than I oh, really? do now owning wow. my own owning brewery. a brewery. Yeah, having it's, a, it's, having it's, multiple it was, taps so, at your disposal. Frank, what did you brew yesterday? 
Uh, some lighter beers. I did uh, my uh, golden ale. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to do some the rich uncle, rich uncle. Yep. Uh, just trying to do some other crazy stuff with it. So we'll see. Crazy, uh, we'll like, see how it turns out. Crazy, so what, crazy, what are you doing? What are you doing? Crazy. Is this something that you're going to do during the fermentation phase, or did you do something crazy? Yeah, fermentation. No. I, I, what I'm trying to do is actually have a, a a base beer, pretty much made, and then see what I can do as it's fermenting. To, so you're just doing like multiple out. steps or multiple versions of it. Yeah. So I'm going to do four batches of this. Cause you've kind of nailed the base beer, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, you can do that repeatably, yeah. re- repeatable over and over and over, over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got four batches of this, of this uh, golden ale going right now. Uh, and one of them will just stay as, as the standard beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest is going to get, uh, um, whatever I can think of. Crazy. I got some other crazy ideas. Crazy. Right? <laughs> wow. I'm a crazy guy. I had a request for someone to make the uh, cucumber one again, so I might yeah, do that again. Money come from me. Oh, I, love that. I loved it. <laughs> the that, cucumber, I, I like the cucumber that. at yeah. the uh, Country and Craft mm-hmm. was 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 really es- good. And you had special the so fancy, so fancy. But would you tell us about what you did with that one? Because that was even different from the one we had before. Yeah, so I did some changes with the amount of salt that I added. Uh, kept the uh, limes the same, but then also did uh, a tea, a uh, mint tea, and added that to this yeah, on this really one, good. which. To me, I couldn't taste the mint, but everyone said it was there. So I don't know if it was. Then I don't know if I tasted just, the mint. But I, mean, I mean, it was it was different though. Yeah, it was very like some people just like came out and said, "Oh, I taste the mint right off the bat," I, and I was like, "Ah, oh, crap! Am I should I be making beer? I can't even taste my own beer <laughs> to know if it's good or not." <laughs> but it was like so. So uh, you added tea? Then? Uh, yeah, so I made a tea out of uh, mint leaves. Okay, and then added that. It was about like a. Made it, it brought it down to like an eight ounce. So you didn't ounce. actually add the tea to you actually. I mean, like the, the tea, tea leaves. leaves to, no, mm-hmm. you actually brewed a tea. I, yeah, I did and a tea and, and, then, poured in, that poured that in, and then poured that into. No it. kidding! Wow, like primary. Uh, or I guess you would say sec- yeah, secondary. Okay. I mean, I don't transfer anything from my. Bu- I just leave it all in there. Mm-hmm. So almost like dry hopped it. Okay. Yeah. 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 So um, late, like after fermentation. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very like. I'd like to have Michelada of that. It was, uh, yeah, that was the, it was like the perfect. big thing for it. it was like yeah. something a little, uh, like a, we, a breakfast beer. You know, yeah. like when you have, <laughs> but when you have some clamato in there, you're good to go. But when you add, when you add cucumber to water, you're like, it's just, just does something to the water mm-hmm. that's, that's more it enjoyable. It your thirst and it also brings it's, a little something to yeah, it. Yeah. And, and, mm-hmm. and then it's the same way when you put that with your beer because mm-hmm. it's like, it's drinkable, but but even more now. I mean, it's, it's almost like more yeah. refreshing. It's, it's refreshing, like a, but you want more the, of it. The, my right. fav, my favorite, like my go to gin is Hendrix, and Hendrix oh, yeah. is a Scottish gin, and they actually use cucumber like rinds mm. in mm. in as one of their botanicals. So you have like you know most of the juniper berries, and you know this, that, and the other thing, or whatever. Well, they actually use like cucumber. Like I said, cucumber rinds in in the making of their gin, and it's it is it's like the crispest crispest cleanest like gin i love gnt's with hendrix gin and it's because of that cucumber like, no I'll, put a, I'll put a spear of cucumber in the gin and oh, tonic with and it. it's like it's so i really good. enjoy hendrix as well like, that i sounds didn't good. realize that about the, the cucumber it just gives like a really especially here like here in, in, in bakersfield like in the summer <laughs> this it is it's the best gin for bakersfield which is weird that's brewed in scotland because or made in scotland because it's raining no. cold and piss, pissing <laughs> rain and freaking wind all the time so yeah there's just like an overall like tongue coolness when you have cucumber in it. That's what she yeah. said. Kenny's all about tongue coolness. <laughs> tongue coolness. Yeah, refreshing. refreshing. Almost like a Gatorade, yeah. I guess. No, I agree. I agree. I really, I, I mean, because you, like you said, going to some place that has, they just threw some cucumbers in some tap water or whatever, and you just go, that's better. 
but the beer, yeah, I really yeah, enjoy it's like it. When you see your cousin chewing on an ice cube, you're like, oh boy, put a cucumber in it. She's all, it's all good. <laughs> wow, <laughs> put a cucumber. Yeah. In it. Wow, this is a cousin. This is the cousin cast. <laughs> oh shit! Only no. for you. You're no, the only no, one's no, mentioned no, cousins. No, no, no. Like everybody oh, else is like, God. don't don't try to put that evil on me. Like I haven't said shit about my cousin. How come nobody's? I'm just here making beer, man. Why is anybody joining me with the cousin thing? What's going on? Is it just me? Your cousin's staying away too. So, Frank, any updates? <laughs> Is that why you brought me here? We no, brought you here? No, you, you, well, you intruded. I was, yeah. I was invited. <laughs> Somewhat invited. He was like, hey, what are Chris, you doing? Chris, yeah, said, it's the, Chris it's said you were going to be here no matter what. It's the usual Friday, or the other, uh, every other Friday. It's the usual, hey, what are you doing? Uh, nothing. Oh, okay. And then I don't hear anything from Kenny. He goes, hey, we're going to, we're starting a podcast right now. An hour ago, you, bitch, you just t- you text so me. Here, like- <laughs> here's a little a fun fact about Frank. Frank uh, Miranda, uh, oh, Uncle Frank, my last name, Uncle, 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 Uncle Frank, Uncle, Uncle, Fr- Uncle Frank is the only person, to my knowledge, that has vomited it at this brewery Whoa. thus far. Did I throw up here? Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> did I throw up here? Hey, and he's, he, but he's throwing up at all. He was house very. House. He was. He has. He has some news. Like he doesn't share this fucking news. I'm gonna keep fronting him out because uh, <laughs> that was why he threw up here because he was celebrating the news. So that was. Uh, <laughs> well, I was also told that I stole a trash can, which. I could believe that. And he didn't, I though. He just, I did not. So he just moved the up? trash can. Relocated. Mm-hmm. You tahoed up? I, yeah, tahoed up here. I, apparently. Go tell a story. And I didn't realize, I and Frank, uh, ba- Bailey was like, yeah, Frank's had a lot to drink, and I like looked, I was like, oh, fuck, he has had a lot to drink. Holy shit. Like, <laughs> not even counting the stuff I had before. I guess. Well, because yeah. you, you were here, you got here, and you drank a couple, and then met your friend, and had like three or four with, and you, he was he was mainlining IPA, which is six and six point three percent, the big beer. So here. it was it was the big beer, which is six point three percent compared to the <laughs> other places around town is not yeah, a lot. Then, but when you have a beer that's four point three percent, and then one that's six point three, that's a big yeah, difference. I mean, <laughs> that's all right. Our our, our Belgian uh, our Belgian will be uh, like it's like nine point four. Oh, so. oh wow! Keep keep, keep that's too big. Now. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah, you can then, only get it in six ounce pours, but. Yeah, and then, then you, my, not, my, not everybody else. Everybody yeah. else can have 12, but you can only get six ounce pours. I'll Frank get a shot. He gets a Frank pour. I'm sorry, by I'll, my... sell, I'll sell you tasters, but that's it. So I had, I had six before I got here. He, he's, he's, if you guys, you, 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 oh, no. you're listening. I had six before I got here. Frank is looking at the sky, reflecting. I'm trying to, yeah, he's looking at a well, calculator. Like, he's looking at a calculator. His, his, there's a no, certain, no, his so, eyes are rolling back to, up to the yeah. left, which is a sheer lying. sign of him lying. Right. Those so were, anything, shit. So anything he says, those are, no, quantity wise, add 20%. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Unless he's talking about people he slept with, and it's the other direction. Then it's, no, totally the other way. Totally the other way. So are we still bringing up cousins again? What's going on here? <laughs> but yes, I was celebrating a little too hard that day. Yeah, uh, signed Which our lease nice. for nice. our brewery. Congratulations! So we're very so excited about we're, uh, Congratulations. we're getting things going finally, finally. About fucking time. But uh, we were—I mean, we were looking out here. <laughs> it's uh, unemployment uh, things uh, out. You got to get your shit. Together. Actually, when he says out here, he means like uh, literally like, like, like twenty-five feet away from yeah, this, <laughs> this building right now. Literally sharing an alley with these guys in, would in have been this, nice in this same building. Uh, yeah, but the KSI parking lot. I think, no, that's right here. I think that's Frank's place. <laughs> we were, yeah, we were trying to get out here as brewery district and keep that going, but uh, just uh, w- didn't work out. But we found a fantastic spot downtown. Nice. So we nice. will first be brewery downtown. Up. We'll be up back up and running downtown Bakersfield. Thank you so much. January twenty twenty. We spent six months <laughs> trying to trying to get downtown, and we got friggin' completely 
Railroad completely yeah, railroaded I remember by you guys the city. Talking about yeah. it. That was the original spot, right? That was when we. I mean, actually, that was the last podcast that I was on. Right. At least that's we talked about. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're we, we were still that. looking at downtown, yeah. and it just they, they just failed. So city you, City Council wants a brewery downtown. So you, uh, city staff did not want a brewery downtown. So you, you broke the hymen. Here's yeah, Frank. Right. Well, <laughs> we we <laughs> sloppy seconds. We gave some we gave some information to City Council about why we weren't going downtown, and it sounds like they took that, took that. and used that to be actually be able to convince the other oh, City nice. Council people to like go go to get together against not against city staff, but to convince city staff that that this needed to happen. Yeah, so. Which is so, cool. I mean, that, that shows progress. Right? So, Uncle Hyman, do you have any? <laughs> Uncle Hyman, do you have any any dates lined up or? Uh, so we. Uh, should be taking uh, occupancy probably beginning of July, uh, and get things started. Shit, so, that's but quick. we're that's we're already in a lease, so oh, yeah, we have the lease already signed. Uh, there's tenants in there right now. Second uh, phase brewing. So Ooh, just, you get to you get to kick them out. Yeah, nah, kind of. No, nah, we don't. We don't oh, need to we'll talk about. Well, are we going to podcast one <laughs> day? That's we'll not that. That's. <laughs> We want to podcast that. I was not with Joey. Joey, send Joey down there to kick him out. So we listen uh, here, motherfuckers. We're yeah. we're pushing. It's a lot bigger project than we initially intended to start with. Uh, so we're we're busting ass right now just That's to awesome, to get things rolling. It's gonna be a big project. Are you still gonna do the one barrel? We're mul- still we're still working with a one barrel mentality. Uh, but we have space to to have a bigger uh, uh system. So we're going to go with a, the biggest one that we can get with the same style. And that's, so, honestly, that's one of the things like when we were looking to open this place, like you read a lot of stuff and be like, oh, if you're going to open a brewery that's less than 10 barrels, don't mm-hmm. even bother. It's not, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like you're an idiot, you know, whatever. And really that's not true anymore. The The big thing that was a good, a good uh, piece of advice was get the biggest system you can afford. Yeah. So if you can, if you, if you can only afford a one barrel system, that's all you can afford to open up with, get a one barrel system. But if you can afford a two barrel system, do that. If you can, well, like for us, like we could afford a five barrel system. We wanted a seven barrel system, but we could afford a five and we looked at a three and we're like, well, we could afford a five or we could afford a three. Let's do the five because we can afford that. Yeah. So, and really again, like, you know, friggin' pits are over at, at Dio, like God bless him. But I mean, he, he brews two batches for every one of ours and he's, you know, he has, has the bust he's at having to bust his ass for the last yeah. friggin' three years to yeah. friggin' make, you know, Enough. make demand. You know what I mean? And so like, if you can cut that labor in half, brewing beer is the same, mm-hmm. the same time. Really yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It takes the same damn time. No, he yeah. doesn't, but you guys do. You guys got so much room in the back. You could, you could take this as big as you want. I, that's true. That's and there's, in, a, I mean, in a number of ways. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's what she said. <laughs> She's she, so so. Yeah, yeah, we're going we're going bigger, uh, but same concept. Uh, it's a dual system, dual brewing system, so we can do two different beers. We can do the same beer. Nice. Uh, we'll, we'll max out at six barrels. Uh, but we're planning overall full capacity being at maybe four ten barrels and ten one barrels. Wow. And, wow. And, wow. And Good deal. We'll we'll see how it goes. We're excited. Awesome. We're, we're really focusing on having a nice, comfortable space for the guests. So we're really trying to maximize our, uh, our, uh, our bar area and our seating area. Um, there's a lot of talks of bigger things happening around the building as well. So we're, uh, uh, we're excited to rub and tugs, rub and tugs, right? R&Ds. Not, not quite. R&Ds. 
I mean, so but farm, to, farm to table. Rub oh, and oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They, they, are, they are. You know, to to in in you know Frank's uh, in defense on that, like they are actually talking about having a little bit of a glory hole in the uh, in the building, um, so that they can get food in there. Food. Uh, so mm, we have cool. food through the glory hole, and you, you should have a club. So for every every fifth you, glory hole service you provide, you get a free beer. Oh, like if a you card. If you don't put if you don't put if you don't put a sign over the the food window that says glory hole, I'm going to be really disappointed. In you. <laughs> Also, ex- ex- open your um, mouth. And also, I want to be there when you explain to your daughters what a glory hole what is. What a glory hole is. <laughs> <laughs> and they look at it and be like, Daddy, what's a glory hole? And you're like, uh, It's where you get food. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Yeah, talk, talk to Kenny's that's cousin. That's why I cut off. That's where I. That's when I cut off your college, college tuition. Is what a glory just, hole is. Just, I was just like, just Google it, please. So, well, the main away. thing is you gotta. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't. I don't have phone. to raise these kids anymore. Yeah. They have Google. Yeah, you got a phone. Yeah. They get to learn it the way I did. Yeah, YouTube is a what? <laughs> that's not how you learned it. Uh, <laughs> I know. Oh it's one of my favorites on Glor- on Google, actually. Glorial.com? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Surely, surely people are, are yeah. searching that right now. And, and, and Google always says, did you mean cousins and Glorial? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> cousins? No, Google said that. I didn't. <laughs> did I'm, well, that's, that's, weird. Know, that's weird. I mean, that's weird. Algorithms. Right? Kidding, kidding, how far are we? Algorithms. Algorithms so off. <laughs> Science, yeah, yes. Math is a motherfucker. Are you going to have uh, outlets underneath the bar? Yes. 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 And what about a place for to hang it? First? Yes, that's all the things. So my interior designer was going to handle that stuff. That's Whoa, that's you why mean you your like wife. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's my wife. Yeah, she's going to she'll handle that. She's self-appointed. Nice. Self-appointed. <laughs> but that's the beauty of this. I mean, I mean, you guys talk a lot about how much you know lengthwise and and the other guys in the neighborhood kind of helped you kind of through the process of of yeah. of getting a you know getting the spot and getting the you know buying the system and all that stuff and. I mean, you just giving him tip uh, pointers right now. Oh no, these it's, guys have been super I mean, helpful with it's just, it's everything. It's so that nice to see it from the outside looking in. It's really fun, right? That's why, like, yeah. uh, you know, like uh, we we talked to. Uh, well, I won't say say who. Well, another local brewery that was opening up and like local in the county, mm-hmm. and they kind of were like, yeah, you know, we kind of got uh, kind of got ambushed by one of the other breweries, and you know, it is what it is. It's just the way that the the you know it goes, competition or whatever. And we were like. Like that doesn't know. Like that's not. <laughs> that's that's not no. Like me. we have a we have like at the time we had a, we had a giant cooler that lengthwise had brought over with like uh, probably like two hundred dollars worth of beer. Wow. They were like, hey, you guys are building a brewery. Like they dropped it in here that's with cool. like ice and everything like that. And they were oh, like, wow. yeah, you know, if you need more beer, let us know. Like we'll bring you beer for your, you know, give it to your, you know, the construction guys or whoever's mm-hmm. helping you that's out or whatever. Cool, like yeah, they brought us like to, like I said like two hundred dollars worth of beer. You talk about the coming back from the East Coast and getting their hazy. We yeah, had, like. I don't know, like probably 16 cans of their hazy and, you know, Zeus and a citrus, you yep. know, citrus Simcoe and a bunch of other stuff. That they just like came and dropped it off. Jeff and Darren came and dropped it off and we're like, Hey, like, Man, you know, those whatever. Guys, like, even the, dude, those guys give it's so awesome. Much they're, yeah. they're, they're not even, just that, but just like everybody in the district is, but Kyle Smith has been here multiple times. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we regularly hit him up for, you know, help or advice or, you know, whatever. Um, and it's just, it's even the home brewer club, right? The foam club when, they, when you guys are getting close to opening, yeah. it was like, there was a call to call to arms or call to action. Yeah. You know, hey, like we, home, home brewers, come help clean up. We kept this. We we, we, great, we cleaned dude. this. We cleaned this place up like top to bottom like mm-hmm. eight times. And every time we get it cleaned up because we think we're opening, like the city or somebody else would throw yeah. like right, we ready to fire up the system and you know like we didn't have gas or whatever it was. We could we're you know and so then we'd start going back to construction phase and get everything dirty again. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, fuck, man, like we're now we're at a point where everybody's gone and we you know whatever we've got. 
crap everywhere. This place is a disaster and we're looking to open up in like, you know, two, three weeks or whatever. And so we said, Hey, you know, like we're doing a thing. We'll, we'll buy the food. Um, if you guys come out and provide the labor, like we'll pour you beers, That's whatever so you need cool. to do. And we have dude, we had like 20 people show up mm-hmm. from the homebrewers club and they, like I was expecting just to get some stuff tidy up and swept. Dude, they built our our shed that's out here that's got all of our things. Cool. They went like Man, they cleaned this awesome. place up, swept everything, like top mm-hmm. to bottom. It was it went from being a disaster, like a construction zone, to being a, a like a bar and brewery yeah. in four hours. That's cool. You I, mean, know what even, I mean, it was nuts, man. I mean, even as a as a home brewer, and I and I got those kind of those calls or texts Dude, or whatever. You hey, you, you coming out? Said something about that. I well, would have came out but, and helped. I mean, did you actually show up and do anything? I didn't because I was on my way to the coast that weekend. <laughs> Shut up, Gary. You're so selfish. I I told Joanna we're. We're canceling our trip. We're coming yeah. over here and helping. Oh, you. look at that! I was, I, was, I was trying to say something special, but you fucking assholes. Fucked up. But then I actually, you're welcome. But I actually felt bad. Which yeah, were, you were, should. I should, and I did because I I felt like you know. Well, you're part our, of the community, right? Our community deserves. We thought. It, right? But I actually did feel bad, feel bad that I couldn't. <laughs> but it, you know, it is, it is what it is. Like everybody's got their thing that they're doing and stuff like that. And like it, you, you help where you can and you can. And, and really ultimately what it comes down to is we didn't anticipate or expect, we didn't expect anybody to show up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's per se, awesome. we didn't expect anybody to show up because this is our business. Like, this right. is, like we got to make this happen. And if we had to make it out, we had to make it happen. Yeah, it's nobody else's the, problem but yours, right? Yeah. But the fact that they showed up was, was super awesome. You That's know what I mean? And so like I told Bailey, I was like, man. Everybody, everybody in this whole process has given us so much freaking help. It's bullshit, dude. We're gonna have to fucking help whoever the next dumbass <laughs> opens up in this fucking town is, man. Okay, <laughs> oh, Frank. Oh, Frank. I'm and sorry. There's me. Oh, Frank. Like, hey, hey, oh, hey, what's what's your number? What's your phone you, number, Chris? I'll go help just you, just Frank. in case any. He texts you about stuff or yeah, whatever. But I think that. But <laughs> no. I, my point, no, my point earlier. Frank acts like he helped. Frank acts like he helped, but he just he sat here and talked beer with me while his wife cleaned everything. I brought hey. her. Yeah, I brought her. <laughs> yeah, right? there you go. Yeah, good job. I brought her. But I that, think that's, that's the Mexican though, culture. Mommy, right? <laughs> 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 yeah. andale. Go to work. Si se puede. Chingale. But but you felt an obligation, right? I mean, no, I mean, no. I think, but it's not an obligation, but it's just more exciting for these guys no, and exactly. whatever we can you do want to be part like, of it, right? Help yeah. is what we're gonna do. And, and I get, that was my point earlier. Was was it's not? Oh shit! These guys are starting a brewery too. It wasn't that. Right. There's that, the competition thing is not, is, I mean, it's there, but it's like healthy competition. No, it's yes. definitely. Uh, and everybody, and the thing is like at, at this point, I mean, we've, we've got five breweries in Bakersfield mm-hmm. with another one on the way. Like yeah. you look at our space in here when you come in the tap room and you're like, okay, this is different from everybody else's. Yeah. So is our beer. You know, you go into lengthwise yep. and you're like, well, this is different from everybody else's. And it's a great change, you know, yep. Dio, you know, like you one. go into the, you go into the places and everybody's at this, we're, we're not at a, we're not at a place where like you walk into any of our breweries and you're like, oh yeah, well, this is like this one other brewery yeah. and they're doing these beers and whatever. Like San Diego, Denver, you know, Portland, mm-hmm. you go to some of these places and it's like saturated. There's breweries like Starbucks, you know, you go in there and you're like, and it's like, well, I mean, this brewery is good. This beer is good, but it's just like the other like three breweries mm-hmm. I was just yeah. at. You know what I mean? Like we're we're there's still enough flexibility here in Bakersfield for us to be able to kind of do our own thing and stake our claim, and and really then down the road and you know whatever we're going to get to the point where we're saturated and you have to make sure that your beer actually is good as well. You know what I mean? As far as oh, all the shit. rest of that there's stuff. That's what I liked about that's Dallas. <laughs> that's the big part. That's what I liked about Dallas breweries. Like you were just saying, they're. They're so close together to each other, but 
every single one is completely different mm-hmm. and That's their own niche. amazing. Yeah, um, just amazing stuff. Every single one. Yeah. You no. Know? But doing their unique own thing. Yeah. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once you start adding some adjuncts, you'll probably fit in. Probably, yeah. You know, I'll actually probably sell some beer, right? Throw yeah. some strawberries in there. Right? Yeah. Hey, that's my. So thing. we've got we've got some stuff coming up that'll that'll help that, or you know, like sort of give us. Some, here on the district, it's not the same thing as like Frank's going to have the advantage of being downtown and, and having that foot traffic, um, that built in, you know, with that the the luxury apartment or not luxury, but the the downtown apartments that are around the corner, the homeless shelter, sort of stuff like that. Hold <laughs> the you know crazy, crazy the crazy tweakers, oh, yeah. the crazy tweakers that, that, that are going to yeah. be uh, like you know preaching outside and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> that was awesome. But for us, for us, we, you know, we're open for right now. We're open Tuesday through Saturday. Um, starting in May, we're going to have Geeks Who Drink. Um, LCB does yep. uh, Geeks Who Drink, and I think uh, Templar actually has like a parent or a like a offshoot. other company, offshoot company or whatever, Gisu Drink yeah, on Mondays. So we'll be the only like pub quiz, pub trivia, you know, deal in the Southwest. Um, so we're doing that on Tuesdays. Um, you know, Wednesdays are going to be sort of like, we're just doing like kind of a family like board game night. We'll do That's some, cool. we'll do some discounts for like groups that come in. If you have four or more, you come in with a board game, kind of hang out, oh. you know, chill for a little bit. We'll do some discounts on Good. beers. Um, Thursdays, um, we have live music every Thursday. So. See, so this, this this is the one thing that I've been I, the big thing that I've taken from the East Coast coming back home. There is not enough live music going on at breweries. Well, there's also not a lot of like good like live acts and stuff like that. You know what I mean? In Bakersfield, at least, that they, they've got their True. places where they're already yeah. going to go, mm-hmm. or they're like I'm sorry, like. Tumblr, Tumblr's got a great friggin' space, yep. and yeah. they're able to attract those kinds of acts yeah. where they're able to do that. Like for us, we just have a like a tap room. Yeah, like, so here like, it would be hard. Be like playing in a Starbucks, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, here, like, here it would know, be hard. Whatever. Right? So yeah, so I mean, like right now we have Evan Morgan, who's a, a local um, um, uh, Marine Corps combat vet, um, blown up by an IED in, in Iraq, and also you know, turns out know, to be freaking amazing guitarist and right. singer, like super super great. So he comes in on. On Thursdays and does like sort of a unplug kind of deal. That's and then cool. like I said, every second, every second Thursday going forward, we'll have uh, Banshee in the kitchen and some local like, um, uh, Irish, you know, Scottish, yeah. like Celtic musicians that'll come in and kind of do like that really good, like Scottish, uh, Irish pub feel in here. But you couldn't cram the aviators in here, right? No, 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 yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we can do something like, again, like I said, yeah. like halfway to St. Patrick's Day, we're going to have, right. you know, whiskey galore and stuff like that. We'll set up a stage in the back, but that's like a, like a one-off event kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, you could do that every know. Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Fridays we'll have, we've got like, it's just, it's pizza and beer, man. It's, it, that's, it's the right. best way to end your week. We've got uh, Michelangelo's Wood Fired Pizza and Wings is here tonight, actually. Um, and then our beer. Um, and then uh, uh, on Saturdays, um, eventually Boss Hog, once he gets his uh, his trailer, he'll be here on Saturdays them to do dukes, some food and dukes. stuff like that. Cool. <laughs> dukes, dukes. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, we've got some stuff coming up. Uh, um, I'll plug some stuff on the, uh, May 4th. Um, Marley's Mutts, or sorry, Marley's Miracle Mutts, they're doing a, um, a fundraiser here. Um, on the fourth from, oh gosh, I don't know, it was a noon to four, I think is when it is, uh, or one, one, one to five, something, something, you can go to our site and it's got all the info on it. Um, we're doing a, uh, fundraiser for a little boy who's got cancer, um, whose, uh, dad is a, uh, uh, sheriff's deputy. Um, we're super pro law enforcement, pro military. That's cool. Um, so we got some other fundraisers that are coming up, um, as well in the summertime for around 4th of July for military benefits and stuff like that that we're going to be doing. Very so cool. Got some stuff yeah. that's on the way. So it's all good, right? It's a win, win, win. Yeah. Absolutely. Pretty much. Yeah. So I know you're getting ready to open up 
So we you got work do. to do, probably. Yeah, right? we got to wrap I mean, this honestly, up. You, you guys, fucking you guys seventy-five guys, glasses. Honestly, if you guys, yeah, if you guys, uh, I mean, Kenny can. I mean, Kenny and Sean. Really, if you guys want to st- like still sit here and <laughs> talk and chill and continue this, you could do it as long as you want. Like it, it'll get to a point where you're, you know, I'm sure on Friday, like we'll like have enough people. Out. But but until then, I mean, we're, we're going to open it four here in like thirteen minutes, and there's not going to be really anybody that'll come in immediately once Usually once everyone gets me. off work. Yeah, or they, they leave work early from next door and come over and freaking <laughs> hang out like freaking Sean's brother. <laughs> I've, been, I've been here too many times where I try to open the door and it's still locked. And I, I look like that guy in this full glass view. Going like, oh, yeah. He it's not wait. really that. It's the, it's the panic on his face when he realizes it's locked. He can't get his beer and he's like sh- shaking and shit. And he's like, oh, and then he has to I like, like, I know, breath I, know like, I already had six, but I need a couple more, guys. Come on. He has a couple, he has a couple hops in his pocket. He just throws his mouth like, <laughs> like Tic Tacs. Yeah, like, on him, like, brings his brown bag and starts hyphering up. <laughs> why are your teeth all green? The haps. I'll, I'll wash your window for a dollar. Uh, <laughs> that's not what he says. I'll do something else, else for a beer. Yeah. You know that glory hole thing? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to drill a hole through that window. Through the window. We're good. We're good. Uh, awesome. That, that was, was fun, th- man. That was Poncho, not me. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Poncho. This is Frank. Oh, that's okay, Poncho. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can't talk shit about that guy. Yeah. No. Because he'll write bad notes to me later. <laughs> so I, I, I have to apologize for all the technical like beer nerd shit but uh hopefully you'll be able That's to taste fun. it in our beer well no and, and, and like, you 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 took the words right out of my mouth so <laughs> sorry <laughs> well, well, do mouth. you know those words <laughs> can i can i take them from your mouth uh, those are, <laughs> <laughs> not all of them that, <laughs> that beer too sweet <laughs> thanks kenny we got it <laughs> Cucumber, good. Cucumber, good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a lot of fun. I, I do appreciate, um, you know, I do appreciate your, your, your beer geek stuff. I think it's pretty cool. I think, uh, your, your knowledge level and what you're doing here is, is amazing. I really do. Yeah. And, and, um, I'm glad Frank hangs out here. Maybe you can pick up some pointers. <laughs> Once the cucumber and salt's gone, what the fuck is going He's fucking committed. I'm now. taking yeah. this one pony to, to the end. No, again, like <laughs> I said, with, with the whole like Alvarado Street thing, Frank's the same way. Like I know, I know, I know personally, I've experienced it. I know Frank can bring, can brew like a, a pale ale. Mm-hmm. Right. Like just a, just a fucking, just a pale ale. You know what one I mean? Tap, so I know if, if he wants yeah. to freaking throw cucumbers and freaking, you know, Later. like, uh, you know, goji berries or something <laughs> yeah, like that into his fucking, into his some freaking, you know, deal, whatever. Yeah. Like, well, I know that that be, the base beer at least yeah. is going to be good. So he's not with, hiding shit. I've been with, working with cheese. <laughs> che- oh, really? Okay. So we'll see how that turns just don't out. mix it with fish and apparently <laughs> you're good to go. You know? We already know that, what that beer is going to be called. You want some gesso from the whistle? Oh, I guess oh, so. Yeah. Jeez, so, hold on. Let me write that down. He's yeah. been waiting for like six months to use that freaking joke. <laughs> yeah, and right. just like, <laughs> like, it wasn't a very good seg, but you <laughs> no, know, so, like he, he managed to stick it in there. Got it. But now people are Googling gesso and wessel to figure out what that means. <laughs> but so you know what though? We, we did say that, uh, Frank, that, that, uh, you know, Coming into town and opening up a brewery now, you, what are you bringing to the table? Because it's going to be hard to wow people compared to what we've already got here. So, and, and the fact that you've grown up here and watched all these breweries pop up and and you've thrown up pretty much all of them, <laughs> I, pretty, I think I think good. you no, already you accurate. already know. I have so you know yeah, it's a good company at least with me. I mean, so, you, but you already know what's there. You know, you already know what you have to bring to the table. Oh, to yeah. make, make a, an impact. Or, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is to stand out with your own style, and standing out could just be a style as well. So um, we're trying to think of some crazy things, but also know that, you know, uh, Bakersfield's still kind of new to the brewery and mm-hmm. brewery th- ideas and, and just and beer. 
Um, and, and I know people like, you know, like, like nice crisp golden ales or, or Kolsch's or, you know, something that's just really simple, easy. Um, and you got to make those well to, to sell. Especially in Kolsch, right? Yeah. I don't think that's going to be too hard for anybody. But it's also, it's also, it's also a demographic thing again, because the people that are going downtown, Mm -hmm. you know, like even like, again, I don't like, I'm not necessarily a hazy person, but when I go downtown, I'm looking for a certain experience when I go downtown. The people that are living in the downtown area and the people that Bakersfield is trying to attract to downtown, the, you know, 25 to, you know, 32 year old millennial kind of whatever, they want a certain style of beer. They yeah, want yeah. those esoteric kind of crazy beers. And, you know, like, first time so, esoteric's ever been used on this podcast. Uh, so that is actually yeah, true. Yeah, so, actually, you know, I'm actually gonna... looking that up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Kenny's one. lying because he doesn't care enough to look at yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I just don't know how to spell it. I don't want to embarrass myself. This he'll literally edit, he'll edit, edit that out just so it's not on this podcast. It'll be all looking for crazy beers. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you know, there's there's going to be stuff that people are looking for that's going to be a, like just just in the three mile difference yeah. between here and downtown is going to be different from what mm-hmm. people are looking for here. Yeah, it's like a different. You know? It's like a different, totally mm-hmm. different world, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Downtown versus uh, Southwest Bakersfield is yeah. a totally different oh, yeah. world. And there's going to be some flexibility that allows as far as like what Frank's wanting to do with mm-hmm. his different styles of beer and kind of different crazy stuff. But there's also some like more rigidity that's going to, it's going to bring into it where maybe he's not going to sell as many like Kolsch, you know, or mm-hmm. like pale ale styles of beer because people aren't looking for that downtown. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Dionysus, you know, they focus on sours and, you know, that kind of stuff like that. But <clears throat> some of their best sellers, like their Feldblum, that's, I love their mm-hmm. Feldblum ale is fantastic with their Admiral Maltings and stuff like that. Like, you know, they have, they, they make beers that, you know, they know that people are going to drink a lot of and it allows them to do, you know, those sort of, again, esoteric beers, those, those, those beers that are a little bit, you know, whatever, but, but, you know, it, it just depends on what you're doing and where you're doing it. And you have the blend of, doing being an artist and also being a business person yeah you know what i mean which you have to do like you have to keep the doors open and that, like, and that was my biggest thing coming into this was like i love the fact of homebrewing and just coming up with recipes and 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 thinking of the craziest things you can add to a beer and i wouldn't want my business to be anything different than that yeah. and and i'm gonna love it and you still have to run a business but to to make it all work together is, right. is the game yeah. And that's what we're playing. You know, so, it actually was when, before we turned the mics on and we were just sitting here talking with, with, uh, me, Sean and Chris, just, just some of the, the stuff that the, the folks that come in through the doors and, and enjoy this beer have no clue what loopholes you've had to jump through and what you can and can't do in accordance with the labor laws mm-hmm. and the laws of the, just, it just seems like, man, just let the guy fucking make some beer, you know, but it's <laughs> like, it's just, it's amazing. And I don't want to go into it now because it's, you know, it's not, I don't need to spread your shit out there, but, but, uh, it's amazing of, of all the stuff you get. And now that, you know, Frank's also mm-hmm. what, what's code, what's not code, what's ADA. I mean, just so much stuff. And then, you know, who's, who's getting paid, who's not getting paid. It just, it's just like, golly, it just man, shows it's just, the, the love of the game, right? right? To go through all that bullshit, you start on this journey thinking it's just, I'm just going to open a brewery, but you got to really love it to get well, this far. And that's, that's right? honestly what Bailey and I, like we were sort of talking about cause we got into it and we're like, fuck man, this sucks, dude. Like, why are we doing this? This isn't, this isn't awesome. And this we're like, no, because we, <laughs> this isn't, you know, awesome. like, we, we, we love our beer and we have a, we have like a message we want to bring to people, mm-hmm. especially here in Bakersfield about beer. And you, you, you wonder why every, you know, home brewer doesn't have a brewery. Yep. And it's because of that, because they get to a point where it's like, 
it's time to put the freaking, you know, the, the, the rubber, the road. And they're like, fuck, this is a lot more work than I thought. It's just easier to just freaking brew beer and go buy craft beer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, let somebody else do that. Well, right. I wanted to be that somebody else. Like I'm as I'm, and I'm enough of a masochist that I, you know, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I want, I wanted to be that guy. Like an esoteric know? masochist. <laughs> I am an esoteric masochist. Yeah. That's and then on my end, and I said, well, man, if Kristen Bailey can do it, I can do it. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, right. and that's kind of what we did. We were like, man, we, we went to places where we're like, Man, if if these, these guys fucking, are doing if these it. These idiots can do it. Like we can fucking brew beer, you know. Like this moron. Yeah, <laughs> they're pink. I That's couldn't. Pink. They don't make them my size. <laughs> okay, they don't make them with steel toes. <laughs> but Frank, Frank's got the little brew boots that say Fisher Price. I got on the side. new. I got new boots. There's well, there's so much. There's I got to so wear thicker socks, but. <laughs> There's so much space in this town for freaking brewers. Like, there's so much. They have Dora the Explorer on the side. (laughs) (laughs) Swiper, no swiping. (laughs) But I knew at the uh, Baker Crab Beer Festival when I when I met you and Bailey, and and, uh, I was trying your IPA then. And and I mean, it would have attracted me was the kilt, obviously. You know, that's what I was gonna Mm -hmm. say. You just the thing that you you were like, these guys need to open a brewery because I want to try to touch the touch our balls. Yeah, no, I kept dropping. I kept dropping my keys. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why is this guy touching my balls? Like. Like I'm just looking for my keys. They're like, no, no, he has a podcast, and I was like, oh, okay, that's whatever. And then I found out you have like six people to listen to this thing, and I was what like, dude, I should not have let you touch my balls. <laughs> no, now, it was, now he has four. But I knew when I touched your balls, this is gonna be something special. This is gonna be this is gonna be a relationship. Well, yeah, that's our kidney chip. Judges everything. Something you don't have. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Balls. Lucky two balls. Think you're all that because you got nice hair and a beard and two balls. Whatever. <laughs> two balls. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna um, wrap it up before. Yeah, let's go. It out. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Chris, thanks a lot for letting us yeah, come to your you brewery and hang out. Coming down anytime, man. And I, I mean that. Or we'll be here tomorrow, like whenever you have. Yeah, yeah no come shit. On down. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good too. stuff. We'll be here every other Friday podcasting <laughs> from one to two. I'll be here in 13 minutes. <laughs> yes, you did. You hauled ass over. No, it's three minutes now. No, three minutes. Ten minutes ago. <laughs> yep. Time no, flies. It's good. It's been uh, very uh, fun and very informative and very informative. Yeah. So do I? Do I? Do I bill all these beers to you? Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Sean's IPA, got this. Thank you. you. Know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just had the one. So. I'll. I'll. I'll give you. <laughs> I'll give you either. Either we address. Have, just. Yeah. Just so anybody again who's not uh, watching this uh, and listening to this, you can see that there's probably like I, th- I think we. I don't think we have any half pint glasses that are left. They're all. They've all yeah. been used. Well, yeah, all right. So where's in. that glory hole at? I'll do. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll do the first shift. I'll do the first shift, Sean. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Joey, thanks for running over here and standing in for Bailey. And circling the parking lot eight times. And and Frank, thanks for running over here. And and, I'm super (laughs) excited. uh, So we'll we'll be podcasting at your brewery here pretty soon. How do we follow along? Uh, So we're still waiting to push a big media press release. Uh, We're getting pretty close to it, though. (laughs) (laughs) In the meantime. In the meantime. uh, Instagram. Instagram. Facebook. In the uh, meantime, everybody that comes into this place knows about it because apparently I, I've been telling everybody that I, and I shouldn't have for the last, uh, three weeks. So whatever. <laughs> Go downtown. He's Sorry. Uh, no, you know, we're actually, we're actually good in a good spot to talk about it. So it's just, good. uh, we are just getting some paperwork and, and taken care of and then we'll, yeah. Very Probably cool. in the next week we'll we'll really start pushing it out. So awesome. yeah, they're waiting for their their uh, certificate of uh, use. Awesome. So if you have a problem <laughs> with uh, Second Phase Brewing opening in Bakersfield, you Son can go down bitch. to the uh, city hall and uh, bitch to, to council about Santa, it. Yeah, Santa Maria Hall, please. <laughs> well, you know, I know that you know you've 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 talked to Sean and I a couple times, and and every time you you usually say. You, I don't want to put this out yet, and, yeah. and for good reason because you've been shut down for other yeah. other locations. locations it's complicated, and right? And, yeah. and now the, the big, 
you know, media releases now, right? You're on IPA today, so it's going to go global. (laughs) So big. I'm I'm pretty sure the 10 people that listen already know. Dude, they're going to be. And half of them are here. Actually, I don't know if so, Jeff actually listens or not. No, he's like, I looked at Jeff just thinking, hopefully, like this. He doesn't uh, like, listen to mine. John either. already knows, so that's yeah, fine. So There's another one. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. No, no. It's just, uh, yeah, it, it's, it is one of those things where we've, we've, we've talked about it and go, okay, I think this is really yeah. going to be it. And then it just fizzles away and you're like, well. Shit. And just talking with talking with guys like Chris and everybody, yeah. it's not uncommon. Yeah. Right? It's just, not, so you're so close, yeah, but so far away. It's not an isolated thing. Yeah. Right? So now we're at the end of it where we, we signed a lease. Yeah. And we're still kind of like, now you gotta make all right, something. let's just make, make sure we really get inside this place. First. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're there. We got this second well, phase well, run. Congratulations. Second phase run. Downtown Yeah. I'm super looking forward to it. All right. So, uh, IPA today. Yeah. IPA today, 93312 at Gmail. Um, IPA today.net. I'll edit all of that out and make it all. I'm not Kevin. Yep. So go ahead. I'm not Kevin at Gmail. I'm not Kevin pod Gmail or, uh, 1999 called dot net. Oh, dot net. Yeah. That's That's what you get from Pakistan. Yeah. Yeah. IPA today. All right. right, We're out. Thanks. That's why. Hey Siri, what is esoteric? I already looked it up for you. You did. Nice. Spelled it. Esoteric. Intended for or likely to be understood by only a small number of people with a specialized knowledge or interest. That's me. You can edit that out. Yeah. We're out. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Twitter at I'm Not Kevin Pod. <laughs>